go and top that. Such a waste of pretty face, but hanging in your nose face. I wish that you would take a look and really stop that. Top that. Well, stop that. I don't really give up about trying to top that. Top that. Stop that. I wish you finally take a real look and really stop that. that who wants it me i'll do it okay hey everybody welcome back to another episode of top that where we discuss all our favorite top five lists i'm here my name's sabrina i'm here with my brother derek and nate how are you guys doing tonight doing really good excellent very nice. Uh, I came down here from Seattle uh, just for the night so we could get this done. Um, it's always good to get a little quality time together. It's yeah. always nicer when we're all together doing this. Yeah, I do appreciate it a lot more. Sounds better. Yeah. It's nice to see your faces, too. Yeah, it's just Very a, nice. us three and the cat. Cat's taking a dump right cat now. Cat is taking a dump right now. That's what that scratching sound is. Okay. That's how you know it's real. Yeah, though. but that's how you know he's getting fed, too. Yeah. Nino, don't cut that one out, all so right? Any, yeah. any of you animal rights activists, he's getting fed right there. Because I can smell it. <laughs> oh, my God. Healthy. He's yeah. a healthy cat. He's a healthy cat. Yeah. That a healthy, healthy dump. <laughs> all right. Well, um, if you guys want to reach out to us, uh, we always want to let you know where you can find us. You can get us on Instagram. Our handle is topthatdude. Uh, that's T-O-P-T-H-A-T-D-U-D-E, just like it sounds. Um, yeah, find us for additional content. You can hit us in our DMs, uh, send us ideas for um, lists that you want to hear, or if you, we always put it out there, if you want to talk shit to us, go for it. Uh, we welcome it. We there's accept a, it. There's a couple of you that have talked shit. Not many. We feel like everybody's a little bit scared, a little apprehensive. And for anyone who wants to talk shit, where's your fucking podcast? Yeah. <laughs> um, also, you can hit us up on the email, topthatdude at gmail.com. Same spelling. Um, so let's talk about why we're here this week. We have Valentine's Day just around the corner. All three of us are very, very, very single. Very disease-free. Very disease-free. Um, Open-minded? Yes. Uh, My number is 619. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so with that being said, we are, we're not going to do an anti-love. We're not going to do a pro-love podcast. We're just going to talk about what, our top five deal breakers are that would be more annoying than doing a love podcast there's the only thing worse than like watching people in love when you're not in love is listening to people who are upset with themselves like happy galentine's day singles awareness day like that shit's so <laughs> yeah. oh my god i hope i stay single forever <laughs> i love you and they're fucking dying inside and you know they are <laughs> Yeah, um, <laughs> <Sabrina>. <laughs> yeah. Um, I personally am, uh, I've always enjoyed Valentine's Day, even though I have not traditionally had many Valentines. 
I've always loved it. I hate when people go off about how it's a Hallmark holiday and just you should celebrate love every single day. Yeah, of course, but I don't catch you fuckers out there celebrating Jesus' birthday every fucking day. So yeah, no shit. So challenge me on another holiday. Yeah. You're not walking around should dressed like Forrest Gump no every shit. day. You should celebrate love every day, but why are you getting flowers and candy on this day and on your anniversary? How come you're not celebrating that shit? It sounds like you're just celebrating two days a year. Yeah. So she eat my crap hole. Yeah. So I like a holiday that sets time out to to do that. Right. Even if I don't have a Valentine's Day, oh, I shit. enjoy it. I'm someone who likes to dress up and like do pinky up fancy shit. So yeah. it's, you know. Go out to dinner. I obviously can't afford that 365 days a year. So if you're going to narrow it down to a few, yeah, I would love Valentine's Day. And just from a guy's perspective, it's like if you're going out to dinner with Valentine's Day, I think it's almost like the honeymoon night. Like everyone's expected to put out. Like, I'm into it. Because of the implications. Yes, thank you, Nathan. <laughs> what do you feel about Valentine's Day there, Nate? Oh, you know, I, I don't know. I guess I'm not. I'm not on the Hallmark holiday team. I enjoy it, but it's also not one that I look forward to. I don't know. It's just another day yeah. to me. In a relationship, it makes it fun because it's like an excuse to, again, like you guys said, dress up and do something yeah. you normally wouldn't. But you're not like an anti-Valentine's Day guy. No, no, no. Yeah. No. It's just a normal day yeah. when, when <laughs> there's no reason to celebrate it. When you're all alone. <laughs> Your cat's meowing <laughs> in your face. I don't want any food for you. I need a dolphin to buy food. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But yeah, know. I love Valentine's Day. So it's got good candy. Yeah. Valentine's uh, Day candy. Oh. Do you know that? Did you guys see that they recently this year they're not going to have the hearts that have all the little messages? On? I saw that, but I didn't read the reason why. Is that because there's like asbestos in it? What is that the real thing? No, no. Like, those things taste like garbage. Poison? Yeah, no shit. Who's eating those anyway? Yeah, who likes those? Fat loads? Yeah. I the, just... Like when you get in the sweet tart ones and like the name brand candy ones, but those old ones that taste like chalk mixed with some mint flavor. Yeah. They're, the people that eat those are the same people that buy those Nico wafers. Yeah. Yeah. They're like the same, same material. Thing. Yeah. yeah. Right. Same material. <laughs> it's not even food. No. <laughs> Speaking of my my years of high school football, when I wasn't playing, I would just go over to the bench and fucking eat Tums because I was so bored. Gross. <laughs> tasted, just so fantastic. They, they tasted good. I was the last it's person on the fucking face fucking of the planet. Not a happening in your cell. Yeah. You're the weird kid that's just eating Tums on the sidelines. The weird kids were the ones up in the stands like doing weird shit. I, I like, use these for acid indigestion. <laughs> what are we going to use them for? Intimidation. <laughs> Yeah, I love so it. Little giants. Um, David Sawa. Mm. I'm gonna uh, Devin go Devin Sawa. Devin. different route. Oh. I'm gonna say Easter candy is better than. Oh, e- uh, yes, I agree a hundred percent. Into an argument about candy, like holiday candy, Christmas fudge, and all that shit. That's good. Uh, Christmas is if, all right. okay. Easter's can we separate best. it from spring, like spring and summer holidays versus fall and winter holidays? Definitely, fall and winter holidays candy is better. But if you're going to go head-to-head in spring and summer holidays, Easter beats the shit out of Valentine's Day. Ooh, I, I agree. Easter's Easter's the top for me. Uh, number one of all? Number that? one, yes, oh. of all. Because I'm a jelly bean. I love oh. jelly beans. And so all those different types of jelly beans, I'm all about it. Easter candy is the top to me. Just 
it's so, the jelly beans put put it over that. Do you know how many different kinds of jelly beans there are? I do not. How many? Aisles full. Aisles. What's your favorite jelly bean? Nerds. They're called like bumpy beans. What? If you haven't had them, go find them. They're pretty good. Can you find them outside of the Easter holiday? Probably on like Amazon, but no. You wait for Jesus to rise again. <laughs> yeah, you do. Get yourself some fucking nerd jellies. Oh, they're so good. They're so, they're like a crunchy outer shell with the jelly inside. It's next level. The the chocolate eggs that have the very light like chocolate coating around them. Uh, the Robin's eggs. Yeah, those uh, are bomb. Flame. Yeah. What yes, are they called? Flame. They're very famous. Aren't they Robin's eggs? Cadbury. Cadbury. Cadbury's yeah. a different one. Um, I love the Cadbury eggs. I don't know if I could eat one now. I feel like it'd be too rich for me now. But the when I was gooey a kid, inside ones? Yes. Oh. Well, there's so, something... You don't like the Cadbury? There's something scientific that happens to your body. Like, when, when you're a kid, you there's no limit of sugar you can intake. You know, like us now, we eat, like, a candy bar, maybe two, and we're like, oh, we're good. Like, yeah. Anymore. That shit's gonna make me sick. I remember eating, like, eight, nine, ten candy bars in a row when I was a kid. Oh, Halloween? Yeah. Half my candy. Yeah. Yeah. Could not get Easy. Enough. Fruit roll-ups? You bang. ate a whole Costco box a in an hour's time. Because I keep it fucking real. <laughs> you ate a whole wheel of cheese? Exactly. Derek, I want to give everybody at home a little frame of reference here. From the time it takes to drive from Longview to Warrington, that much time, Derek ate an entire Costco-sized box of fruit roll-ups to himself in the car without anybody fucking paying attention to him. Because they couldn't have any. <laughs> for for anyone who doesn't know what Longview is and what Warrington is, it's like an hour. Not even. It's like 40 minutes. Yeah. 40 minutes. Yeah. yeah. Derek, how old are you? Like what? Eight? Seven? That's 24. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> this, this wasn't a one-time thing. This has happened multiple times. No, I know, yeah. but you know. No. The one time, love those. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't remember how, not having the limit when I was a kid, but I believe it now. I can't. I don't handle too much sweets, but I'll binge the fuck out every once in a while. Mm. Might as well do it on Valentine's Day. So what exactly we're doing? Obviously, a love based fucking five. What what exactly are we doing? So we're doing top five deal breakers, which obviously. You know, we leave all of our lists up for interpretation, but these are things that the, some, like a partner that you would maybe be dating or long-term, it could be short-term or long-term, whatever. What is a deal breaker, something that they would do or say or wear or, or whatever, feel or, or believe feel, yeah. or something that push on you Yeah, that would would cause you a definite like i am done i'm out i'm out this is where i this is where i draw the line and some of mine are kind of serious some of mine are not very serious i feel like mine are all uh i definitely take all of mine seriously i don't know if anybody thinks that they're light or not but they're definitely like a lot of stuff i feel like i can get around but there are just a handful of things that i think are pretty serious yeah agreed i'll go first very good 
Number five, deal breaker. Mine is more of uh, not so much you're in a relationship deal breaker, but like that first glance you're meeting someone. First impression. Yeah, deal breaker. Really jacked up teeth. Now, a little backstory, and I think I, I have no reason why this is a big one for me, but I think I know, is I had I had orthodontic work done when I was a kid from the age I was, I think, seven to 19 years old. I've had pretty much my entire life, I've had people fucking with my teeth. And it culminated in me having jaw surgery eventually when I was 18, where I had to have my jaw wired shut for a week afterwards. And it was probably one of the worst experiences of my life. I feel like this kind of pushed me in this direction, but like Katie Holmes example, mouth closed, very attractive girl. Does she have jacked up teeth? She did in the first Batman. <laughs> I don't remember this. Oh I don't remember God. this at all. Normal people wouldn't notice this, but because teeth are my thing. Like, and I'm not saying like something's a little off. If your teeth are like jacked, like one of your front teeth is sideways or something like that, I don't care how pretty your face is, it immediately is off for me. What I would like to know is how many years did it take for you to warm up to me? Aww, see but i don't right. i don't see you that i'm talking about like a sexual partner like someone that i want to be in a relationship oh so with. i'm just some piece of shit <laughs> come on baby you know i don't mean it let's talk off the air again <laughs> i don't know that's weird because i never noticed that because i always thought katie's homes was uh was sexy I know, she in the doesn't first have strikingly bad teeth to me there's uh, a scene there i can see it in my head in batman where it maybe it's the shadows it makes them look very exaggeratedly bad I'm not surprised to hear you say this, though. As long as I've known you, you've been very, like, vocal about teeth. And it's been very obvious that it's a... It's not, like... Is that bad to you? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. That doesn't look good to me. Does that seem bad to you? No. I mean, I, we come from... we all, Me, my brother, and my sister all had a genetic defect. We were missing incisors. So no, I know, but these to me done. don't even seem my like point that. Is, See, but like, your teeth look better than her teeth to me. Cool, respectfully disagree, but all right. She, her teeth are very ratty. Her, these ones, these ones are big ones. Like, if these look He's really pointing at his incisors. If these are like back a lot and there's a lot of shadow on it, and the because these ones set up like your face. I'm so surprised by your interesting. Yeah, because I always thought she was cute. Because she always she's she's build is cute. You don't she's you would never call Katie Holmes sexy or you know give her like the A plus leading role as like a sex. She would never play a stripper in a movie or anything like that. She's cute. So. I just I yeah. I don't like it. I'm I'm just surprised by the example. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, but I get that. I to, mean, yeah, to each his own. Yeah, but you've always had seven years old to nineteen. That's a long yeah, fucking time. Yeah, like that's some fucking like that's I mean, mouth trauma. There was like a two year break. Yeah, well, the whole reason I had it had nothing to do with my teeth. It was my jaw. I had an underbite when I was younger, and they tried to fix it with braces. And it got to a point where if I hadn't had this done, I'd be like, I'd be like Phil Collins. 
legit in real life. Like my job would be out here and I'd be talking to you guys like this. Yeah. Yeah, I have that. Not like this though. Mine would seriously be just a sling blade. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, but so they tried to fix it my entire childhood with um, like braces pulling my jaw forward and pushing the other one back. And I mean, I just got a side effect of straight teeth. But it eventually culminated in them telling me when I was 18, they're like, well, you could have braces for another two years and it might not work and you might have to have the surgery anyway or you could just have the surgery now. And I looked at my mom. She's like, it's your choice. And I was like, all right, surgery. Let's do it. So, but yeah, it's uh, it was very traumatic to me. That sounds traumatic. That's a long time to have your mouth prodded at. Like, see, there's nothing wrong with them. It's That's not a good look to me. That's that's not a good smile. That's a mousy, creepy, like, I don't know. I don't I'm like it. I'm so surprised by that. So surprised. I think she has a, a really nice smile. Like, her expression and everything. Mm, I disagree. Genuine. Yeah. Whatever. Each to their own. No fucking... Nothing but Look perfection. at Tom. He's like, you see this bitch's teeth? Oh, my God. <laughs> He's got weird teeth. You know that his, like... Your yeah, center, it doesn't line off. up at all. Yeah. yeah. His middle tooth is like... And he got braces for a hot second to try to fix it, and it did not work. He just... Mm, fuck him. Crapped out on it. Yeah. All right. Well... There Nothing but perfect mouths for Nate. I guess. Yeah, don't come around here with those limp teeth, crooked ass teeth. Limp. I knew a girl in seventh grade that had a fucking shark tooth coming down the middle of her mouth. Holy shit. Gross. Holy crap. That's number five. If yeah, you got messed up five. teeth, you're not yeah, bad. That is five. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, I guess we got some venom cooking. Right? Hot. Brandon, what's your fifth? Alright. My number five. Um Oh, I feel like a lot of my on my list can be generalized big time, but they are definitely like hot topics. Um, my number five, if you are an angry type of person, like legit anger, not like just a negative person, but somebody that actually struggles with like being angry and violent or racist or any of those like underlying weird fucking dispositions. I feel like that stuff is not easy to hide if you are truly like that and it comes out pretty early in like getting to know somebody if i find or feel that somebody is like truly angry truly racist truly bigoted in any way that is easy cut yeah. off yeah. like hands down right yeah yeah um i feel I, I just when if you find that out that's like that uneasy feeling when like someone finds out like oh you're the killer in the movie like yeah uh, the this i now know that you're this way and you could lash out at me that way at any point but there's also like people get trapped in in caught up in these situations where somebody can be manic and where their extreme anger hate whatever it is that's negative is also matched by extreme like love and apology and like making up for all of that shit and so it confuses yeah it confuses the person like no no no. like i'm not really like that and then it still you know creeps in here and there like to me the first sign of that no you are like that this is the beginning it's gonna get worse (laughs) 
Say something. Nobody's this, got an opinion on this. I, I just, this is just too real for me, so. The talk about it then. Right. It's, this is your open, so yeah. we're in the nest here, Bob. Yeah, just we're a in nest the trust of, tree. No, maybe. You don't have to name any names, no, but. Everything you said is just 100% true. It's, uh, I feel like people, if you have to um, campaign for yourself, like, oh, I'm not really a bad guy, I swear. Like, yeah, you're, totally. You're, yeah, like. You should let your actions speak for you. Right. I don't want to ever have to tell someone that I don't like. Like, if I don't know you, cool. Like, I'm cool. You think whatever the fuck you want or anything like that. But if it's one of you two, I don't want to ever have to tell you, like, how to view me. Like, you should already know how to view me and shit like that. I don't want to ever have to go to, like, you or, or you, like, the guy that I'm dating. He's actually a really good guy. Like, yeah, he's not like that. I'm not. Com- I don't want to have to campaign campaign for somebody else, like in a relationship. God, Absolutely that is not. nuts. Because I feel like I did exactly that. Well, it, <laughs> it would suck. Very true. Yeah, it wasn't fun. He did. Yeah. Well, I think that I we, feel like our dad does that too. Oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's not uncommon. Like, I definitely feel like I've done that in relationships. You know, not to the extreme as you, and you know, I don't know if Nate has experienced this, but I, I know it's more common than not common that people sometime in their life end up in a relationship that they either are embarrassed, afraid, it's abusive of some sort, whatever, and they campaign for their significant other. And I don't want to ever do that ever again. Like, no, he's not that bad. Oh, he's actually really nice in person. Oh, he's really actually kind. You know, like, he doesn't mean that. Just to play devil's advocate, I can see why people would really need to do this in certain, like, lights. Because if you are meeting someone for the first time and you catch them on an unusually bad day or something like that, or like, oh, I swear he really actually isn't like that or anything like that, like... I guess my point is don't let one time, unless it's something bizarre, don't let one time shape your... Of course. Right. That goes without saying. Right. That's not... This is a collective of, right. you know, right. like... You're like something like Andy from The Office punching a hole in the wall. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's not normally like that. Yeah. Yeah. But he kind of is. Yeah. It... When I'm going to lose my freaking mind. Yeah. When you end up in these relationships... And you're constantly campaigning. You forget that these people have seen. It's not just one day. It's not one time. Oh, man. And it's that. And then it goes from like, yeah, because you're, you're, you're in your brain. You're trying so hard to get people to like them. And you stop realizing like, oh, maybe these guys are kind of right. And they're actually are a piece of shit. And then it turns into like your significant other is like, oh, they don't like me because you didn't try hard enough. Like, yeah. you try and convince them hard enough. Yeah, then it becomes a problem with all of the people that are closest to you. And then you start to withdraw because you start thinking, like, well, okay, they don't like my significant other for a reason that's their fault or my fault. And then you isolate yourself. They just don't get him like I do. Yeah, yeah. It can or be, her. it just, it's such a fucking, it's a huge, huge red flag. Yeah. And to me, I would rather nip that in the bud like immediately then try to you know work through that mess and see and try to yeah find out the hard way that it's worse yeah yeah 
It's understandable. Yeah. It's a good one. That's, yeah, that's my first fucking deal breaker. Uh, my number five is very simple, but uh, like I firsthand, I've realized that I kind of can't live without it. It's uh, not being polite. Like people who aren't polite, like just simple please and thank yous and shit like that. Manners. Dated a girl who just did not like, like holding doors open or anything like that or just like a waitress comes by here's that for you and i'm just like you know like oh thank you just i notice that they never do that and then like when you comment on it like hey do you realize like you never say thank you for anything or anything and they get angry at you like defensive that they're not polite or something like that i've never experienced this but just thinking of putting myself in the situation right now that this would be a deal breaker for me yeah but yeah just simple pleases and thank yous and being polite like because i'm so like from the bottom of my heart, I'm grateful when people spend any of their time on me, especially doing something out of their way for me. So I'm just, and I always acknowledge that. I'm like, hey, thank you for your time. Appreciate you. Like, and I always, because I am grateful for that. Yeah. When people don't do that, it makes me upset. And, but I like, like, it's just, that's to each their own. Like, that's not like, if you don't do that, that's fine. But if I'm in a relationship, like that's going to eat at me. Well, it's also one of those little things that shows you really deeply into how someone functions and how they kind of see things. Yeah. Like, if you're not saying please and thank you, especially to me, uh, where I get it, and I had a situation with a coworker, like, nothing actually happened, but the person, just the way they spoke to, to servers, like the hotel staff, was almost almost like this is your job so i can speak to you this way and like why are you messing up kind of thing and to me when people are that way to service people that are there serving you i don't care if you're paying them or whatever it it's such a simple thing to do and it's so it lets you into a piece of their just character. shitty yeah, yeah shitty character i i completely agree completely 100 percent agree in in like chatting with my friends before we did this podcast you know i was picking people's brains on what were deal breakers for them you're a and, cheater and that definitely came up and i agree wholeheartedly the way that people treat anybody in the service industry and to me anybody in any industry at all where you're I mean, it could be retail, it's customer service, whatever it is. If you treat somebody like trash or like they're serving you, even though that's their job, it's, it shows an incredible amount of what lacks in your character. Right. And your manners are terrible. I think one of the best rules of thumb I've heard is watch people treat the people they don't need to be nice to. Yes. That's a wonderful, wonderful rule of thumb. And I dated a girl who was like mean to servers. And it just made things uncomfortable and kind of ruined the rest of the night for us over just little things. Just how the way she didn't like being spoken to and the just this tiny thing she would use to justify her angry actions was, were nuts. So it's uh, polite is my number five. Be polite. Be nice to people. We don't have to date. Still, be nice to people. Yeah, I agree. That's a great one. My number four is there's one that's a little deeper and then one that's a little shallower that kind of goes along with it but it's super fake people and that could be like i don't think there's any way i could date like an instagram person like a person that that's their life mm -hmm. yeah. and they truly believe like 
I get playing the game because you have to now. Everything social media, you have to be online. Yeah. But if you're one of those people that that's like your life, you're right. a social media like influencer. And there's, I know your your real life, and it's nowhere like this. I don't think I could. Right. But it goes beyond. I mean, like even people, if you're fake in that, you're just like constantly lying about what you're doing, or to other people of like trying to talk yourself up. I. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. Because I'm like, what are you, who are you trying to prove this? What are you trying to prove, prove to somebody? Yeah. That's tough to me. Like, I don't, I don't like seeing people that portray an idea and that's not really who they are. Right. And it's weird knowing people that are successful either like in the music or movie or comedy scene or just super popular on Instagram and seeing the differences of like, what really goes on behind the scenes right. and, you know, how they come up with some of this stuff and, you know, what kind of person they really truly are. You and know. I'm not talking about playing the game either because there's yeah. a there's a huge difference between playing the game. But I'm talking about like when normal people turn the game off. Yeah. And you're still that way. Yeah. There's no fucking way I could. No. And the superficial part to go along with that is the chick. I feel like a lot of people that are that way are super fish, really superficial and so like wearing way too much makeup yeah or stuff like or like taking three hours to get ready i don't think i could do it it'd be I, exhausting i'd be like uh i'm gonna go check out someone that's not that's high gonna, maintenance I think i'm gonna go pray <laughs> yeah a high maintenance would definitely be like a way to describe all of that yeah it's super high maintenance do you like high maintenance girls Derek? i wonder what that's like <laughs> Yeah, you have no idea, right? Oh my god, this is getting uncomfortable. <laughs> I feel like she's fucking watching me or something. <laughs> oh she's not here anymore. It's not your fault. Go do this to me, man. <sighs> not you, man. Um, no, I agree completely. Um, to yeah, more than you know. Do you feel like you going through a really extreme relationship? Um, makes you feel like you want to go away from any and all of anything that's even near that not not even necessarily because there's so much i could like learn to put up with but there was like little i could just over time i could tell genuinely that my ex-girlfriend had a bad heart and she was like not 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 good in that. yeah 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 so, so but if you like if you but so if she had a good heart but she was still high maintenance and took her two hours to get ready i could put up with that yeah and things like that there's yeah. a bunch of things that i was willing to put up with it was that at the end point when i finally was able to put everything together yeah i was like boom i can fucking put up with a lot so it's um that's that i mean that was ultimately the one deal breaker we're we're nitpicking a top five list here, yeah, so yeah, yeah totally yeah. um but yeah that's um she also wasn't polite but but and very right, high maintenance right very um but uh back to more centralized on nate's number four um no i agree with you fully i never found um the hot girls in high school hot yeah because they were just so over the top complete bitches um i do not find other than courtney i do not find one of the kardashians good looking or the jenners just because they're so fucking fake yeah yeah i like the cute real girls yeah give me the mm. give me the little hippie give me the give me the one i can bring to terry and you know introduce her terold yeah terold 
There's a guy that plays for the Hawks named Therald Simon. And I'm well, what do you guys think about? So there's definitely like a line between guys and girls and their perceptions of like the cute hippie girl and especially on social media that they're oh they're not wearing any makeup but in reality they're wearing a fuckload of makeup and like their natural look is not really like natural at all and when we roll out of bed we look like you in the morning <laughs> or i have no problem with yeah. maintenance makeup yeah, yeah, yeah i have zero problem with it uh saying that you're not wearing makeup and you actually got a your normal amount on no i know i'm just saying like guys that like that look especially oh, yeah, that's yeah. glamorized oh no 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 they're I'm not talk- really not wearing makeup. yeah no i'm talking about yeah. like the real life hippie real girl life. that yeah. like maybe she she's wearing a little bit yeah but she there's it's mostly her yeah i i'm i know some ladies in the real life that don't wear makeup and it's like whew. <laughs> whew. goddamn goddamn yeah <laughs> in a good way that's a good woof yeah but yeah. Uh, I was thinking that bad woof. Yeah, I thought you meant <laughs> yeah. bad too. Oh, oh no, oh, I was mean like yeah. I know some girls that they don't need makeup and they're No, there's knockouts. Also, yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Um there's just a lot of guys out there think that a lot of girls are not wearing makeup and they're wearing lots of makeup. Like for example, I've heard and I've had friends who like got up before the dude they were seeing, they weren't really together yet, and like put on a little bit of makeup before he got up and like went back in bed. If someone did that with me, I'd be like, what the fuck are you doing? I would never do that. Kristen Wiig and Bridesmaids? Yes. Yeah. Oh, I oh my God, never, I had a bad dream. You scared me. I have never and will never, ever do that. I have woken up to not a handful of gentlemen yeah. <laughs> with my fucking mascara smeared across my face because... Forgot to wash it off the night before. Yeah. And I don't care. Like, yeah. if you are, if that's a deal breaker for Shut you. Up. That I happen to have some makeup across my face after sleeping through the night. Right. We're going to have bigger problems. Right. <laughs> it, it, it's weird. You yeah. got a problem with my makeup smeared on my face. Maybe you should I, yeah. put some on, motherfucker. It, right? I've never, I don't know. None of my friends have ever admitted it to me, but I don't know if I even know anybody that's actually done that. I know it happens, but... That to me is so extreme and so vanity based. Yeah, it's so I vain. Can't, oh, I can't even wrap my head around that. I well, would, I would hate that. I, I like, I and and I like when girls want to look good. Like, and yeah, especially if you want to like look good for me. Especially, I tell you, that's extremely flattering. Boom. And who sings that song? Is it Selena Gomez that sings "I Want to Look Good for You" or whatever the fuck it is? Oh yeah, yeah, no sexy song. Boom. Um, but you don't need to do it. Like, and it's not, that's definitely not a deal breaker for me or anything like that, but it's, I think I would have that talk and that, that my point is I, it would almost make me sad that you would be at that point where you think you need to do that. Where you're so uptight. Right. Well, it's, it's, for me, it's not the, it's more, if you're putting on this fake persona so much that you're waking up before me to go put on something else so that you don't look like you when I wake up, that that's a deep rooted self-conscious issue that your self-confidence is not great. Right. And to me, self-confidence is sexy. Totally. Like, big time, big time. Yeah. yeah. There's the, I mean, you get to a point and you turn into a dick or arrogant and you're you're like, oh my God, get this fucking... Balance. Yeah. yeah. But the an amount of like, yeah, I am who I am and I like who I am, you should too, that to me is a turn on. Yeah. Absolutely. So when Agreed. you're fake and kind of hiding that, it's like, ooh, I don't... 
Yeah. I'm out. Well, if, if you're, you're trying so to hide that, what about, else am I going to find? Yeah. Exactly. When you're just so concerned about everybody else. Right. Liking what you're doing. Yeah. I feel like you would never be able to focus on what's truly happening. Right. In your relationship or in your real life. Right. With any relationship. So, yeah, that's a pretty good one. Deep cuts. Very. <laughs> We're getting deep tonight. Yeah. Um, okay. My number four uh, is clingy or jealous people. Um, I put these together because I feel like they go pretty hand in hand. Um, I don't like guys that need or want all of my time. And I don't like guys that when they don't get my time, they're jealous or suspect, like suspicious of what I'm doing. That to me is, is hands down immediately a fucking deal breaker. Like immediately. I need a guy that can fuck off while I'm fucking off, getting my <laughs> me time in with either my friends or my family or my job or whatever it is. I need that time away. I've done the relationship where you are together all the time and it's absolutely awful. I don't Suffocating. Know. Oh, it's it buries you. Yeah. It buries your whole entire personality. I could never ever do it again. And I it, When you you know you get older and you get self-reflective of what type of piece of shit was I back then? <laughs> yeah. And I know that back in high school, I was a little bit like this. Really? Like, not not so much the jealousy of like, where are you? What are you doing? But like very, very needy of attention. Yeah. And very much like, why didn't you text me? And I feel like through college, it kind of made it worse in the beginning of college because I had a girlfriend from high school that we were long distance and all I wanted at night was a, hey, I'm going out. But like, if she went out, she was in a sorority in college, freshman year. I said, all just when you get home, just let me know that you got home. We're good. And she never would. Yeah. And so it would make me like, fuck, like what's happening? But it's the worst. I, th- I like think back to some of the things that I would get upset about. And I'm like, oh, God, yeah. it's so cringy and like. That kind of stuff, I feel like it, it comes with maturity as well. Obviously, yeah. when you're navigating relationships and you're young and you don't know how things really work, it, it's not necessarily that you get a free pass because those young habits can create worse habits. And if you find out that you don't like the way you're acting or you don't like the way your relationship has gone because of said things, and you can like reflect and adjust and like, you know make yourself better or healthier or whatever it is that's amazing a lot of people can't figure that out at all and so those young habits like you had in high school carry on to college and then carry on after college and then carry on till you're fucking 50 and you're buzzing up your wife or your husband putting a tracker on their yeah low jacking their damn phone so Congrats to you for figuring that out. Hey, thanks. Yeah. I was just, you know, trying not to be creepy. Right? It's like the goal nowadays, being a dude. It's less like, creepy. Girls got the goal of, like, don't get raped walking down the street or get, you know? 
And guys are like, don't be the guy that's raping them or oh the creep that looks don't like they're about to. Don't make them feel like they're going to get yeah, raped. exactly. What can I do to make them feel like they're not going to get raped? Right. It is what I'm doing to not make them feel like they're going to get raped, making them feel like they're going to get raped? Yeah, exactly. Like, I got to cross the street because I'm walking too close behind her. Like, right? Yeah, and it's yeah, dark. Yeah. I got a jacket on. Oh, my God. What, um, what's I'm not here to rape you. I'm not here to rape you. Seriously. Brandon, your number four is people who aren't independent enough. No, clingy or jealous, I, I put that in the same basket. Um, I, I dated a girl once who was jealous when I would go to the gym because she needed 100% of my time. That's and wild. It's wild as fuck. And I, I would explain to her, like, and I'm being real when I say this, uh, going to the gym is um, essential to my mental health. Yeah. I, I need to be there to A, feel good about myself, B, I've been an athlete my whole fucking life. And like when I see myself like gaining weight or something like that, I need to take that off. You need to take the edge off. Uh, it's literally scientific. You're releasing endorphins into your body when you work out and things like that. To feel good. Yeah. Yeah. It's a it's a, a fighter of depression. And she would hit me with the, I just don't understand why you can't be fat together. Like, and it just, yeah. And like, and she wasn't joking. It was like. I think I knew Derek when he had this girlfriend. And some of the stories he would tell me of, of the jealousy, of the. Derek is out with us, with his friends. We're not doing anything. We're being mid or early 20s dudes. I knew this bitch too. Yeah. And I found out post-relationship that she was jealous of his own sister. Yeah. And it, it, some of the stories he told me, just it made no sense. Now, let me say, back in, I'm trying to justify myself now. Back in high school, I was not this. I was like, hey, like, why, why didn't you text me in a bit? You know? It's yeah. been a... Well, the like whole thing that you were talking hours. about, that your girlfriend didn't text you, like, just to let you know you made it home. If you're in a long relationship with somebody, that is kind of just a basic respect right. thing. Like, right, right, right. I am, we are past the point where I'm, I'm invested and concerned about your safety and right. well-being. Yeah. So, when you don't text me that you've made it home, I'm going to assume something happened. Right. I think there are certain texts you need to, yeah, those, like, after a, a road trip, like, hey, just got your safety, or the good night and good morning texts, I still think doesn't matter if you're day one of the relationship or 50 years, I think those are still essential. Yeah. Like, those are just, those are also little things, and it doesn't, I'm not going to feel smothered if you send me a good morning text. Yeah. No, I like it. Yeah, those are nice. I appreciate you. But, but the- back to Derek's point, some of the things, I just, those types of people, I, I went the far opposite after these, like, in college. I didn't give a fuck. And I got in trouble. I had a girl break up with me and she cried because she was so upset about it. And I didn't, I was like, yeah, I'm in. Okay, cool. <laughs> so that's all I got. <laughs> it, can, it can definitely go both ways where you can really care overly what somebody's doing. It can be a negative hindrance to your relationship and unhealthy is the best way to describe it. Agreed. And it poisons your relationship. Right. But it's also... Abs- absolute poison. Just because I started to resent her. And then I was just starting to lie yeah. to her about going to the gym. Yeah. And little things. And, and that, yeah. You, that's, you're lying about something crazy. that's healthy yeah. for you. Absolutely crazy. insane. Because yeah. I fucking... We had a long conversation once about like the one time I lied about her and how gross. I, and it was something so mundane. But it was like we had a really good trust. That was one thing. We just like never lied to each other. So when... 
it was like the one white lie told about her and we would almost laugh about it. I'm like, I still have a stomachache to this day about the one thing I lied about Trito and she would laugh about it because it was kind of almost endearing that I felt so bad about something so mundane. It was one thing. But towards the end, when it got bad, it was literally like, hey, no, yeah, I swear I'm at work today. And I was like at the gym instead running. Yeah. And shit like that when I just had to. Which also, that's a that, that one blows my mind because like, who the fuck do you think I'm trying to look good for? That too. Yeah, you want me to be a fucking load? Right. Yeah. Well, that 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 just screams the lack of security that this girl had in herself to think that anything that you were doing was negative to her. Yeah. Negatively affected everything that she did. A normal person wants their partner to be healthy and, and improve happy, themselves and improve exactly themselves. boom yes you want to be the reason that somebody wants to be better yeah no the, the more i think about this it's it was a possession totally she, she just yeah. wanted to like guard that absolutely it's a control thing right jackie treehorn <laughs> treats yeah. objects like, like women, women man <laughs> exactly good call all right yeah. uh so yeah jealousy and clingy i don't do don't do it yeah nor I, should you Thank you. There, and the shitty thing about that is there's a very thin line, I think, between uh, jealousy and clingy is how the other person receives it. True. And, and it's because I, I think everyone likes to feel affection. Of course, yeah. There's, there's a healthy amount of jealousy, I believe, in every relationship because you should want to, at least in my opinion, I mean, all the open relationships out there, that's your deal. But you should want to have that person as yours and have that mutual want back. Yes. In my thought. I'm I'm saying this now. I don't think any part of me ever in my life would want to be in an open relationship. Not for me. No, I wouldn't either. Yeah. I'm too self-conscious. Yeah. It's it's playing with fire. I need that reassurance in my life. Yeah. Well, I mean, what's the point at that point? It's just like... Be single. Yeah. I, I don't know. But I mean, I, I, it's like anything to me. I've thought about this like before. Some people are just wired different. Yeah, and I that's their whole yeah, thing. It, yeah. It's whatever. It, some the the cucks, the people that like watch their wives get done by other people and they get yeah. off on it, or like the David Carradine people that need to like hang themselves in order to yeah. get off and shit yeah. like that. So it's, uh, I could guess I can understand that maybe being in an open relationship is good for them. But those people that are like, okay, I'm gonna leave you unless I can date other people. Yeah, that like, that only those choice. those people I feel like aren't open relate. They just want no, to no, have no. sex it's with just, a bunch they're of using people. It as yeah. a tool. And yeah. I feel like the open relationship people, at least in my head, it's uh, my my relationship is pretty directly tied to the sexual relationship we also share. And I feel like those open relationship people are more just I like your brain and who you are. Yeah, but I kind of want to bang that dude. Yeah, they can separate it. Yeah, I feel, I feel like that those relationships are. Anytime I've ever seen a, either a documentary or heard about somebody having an open relationship, it's never worked out. No, I've no. never heard of a relationship where it's worked out. I feel like a lot of times it's because people enter one sided, like one person's into it, the other person's like sure okay yeah yeah let's try it that sounds 
Okay. Yeah. I remember reading this this thing and it was on Reddit and it was like guy uh, begs girlfriend to be in an open relationship and she's so heartbroken about it and finally re- agrees because she doesn't want to lose him and then he realizes quickly he shuts it off because I'm not getting laid outside of this relationship and she's getting all the attention in the world. Hmm. Yeah. And it was fucking too late. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, your laugh sounded just like the clown. The clown. <laughs> oh it up a little bit but still we're talking deal breakers so it's my number four is people who don't or holy shit okay i know i live in portland i'm a male flight attendant let me change people to girls because i'm very happy (laughs) (laughs) um girls who do not like to cuddle oh yeah deal breaker again never experienced this but Uh, i've experienced guys that don't like to cuddle (gasps) yeah it's awful yeah Girl, it's awful. Uh, one of the girls I dated in college didn't like to cuddle. Um, and I would feel so cold. No, not not only that. You'd feel rejected. Yeah. <laughs> I meant emotionally, not like heat. Yeah. No. <laughs> All our, of the above. <laughs> yeah. Our generation has been given a gift. And I'm kind of joking, but half serious. And that gift is Netflix. And and also the chilling. The subsequent chilling. <laughs> yeah. And, and it's... Some of the best times I had with my girlfriend is her falling asleep on my chest on the couch while I watched the Mariners. Things like that. Baseball team for you guys who are fucking under a rock. Um, but like my I, I my body was built to be a big spoon. Like the I, I I consider myself a very good cuddler. I know where my head, my hands, my body is supposed to go. I I can conform I am a fucking contour body pillow. I'm, I'm a memory pill. I'm very good. Um, with a heater. Bam. With the heater. Um, yeah. And those people that are just like, no, I don't like physical contact. I don't like being touched. I'm like, what? Like, That would for sure be a deal breaker for me. Absolutely. I'm a touchy person. Yeah, exactly. Like, So what, where does that stop? Are you not an affectionate person? Like, Do you not like holding hands? Because I'm a big hand holder. Do you not like kissing? Do you not like sex? What is that shit? Am I, uh, in what amount of time... After, like, we're done having sex, do I immediately need to roll off? Or can I, like, wait there for two seconds and, like, kind of, like, let me catch my breath? Where does it end? I, I, I want someone who is going to, like, fall asleep while her, like, hands are in my hair. You don't want a sociopath. While her hands are... Oh, okay, no, I got it. Or in my hair. You got <laughs> yeah, it? Yeah, you know, yeah, I got it, I got it, I got it. Um, and obviously I'm speaking to the minority here because... But immediate deal breaker. If you're not in a cuddling, gotta go and shit like that. So it's my, of course, I want to get dressed up and shit and go do shit on the town. But like secretly, a big part of me just wants to find uh, a series on Netflix or Hulu that we neither of us have seen. We're both into. Let's binge watch that shit. Get a pair of my sweats. Get one of my big t-shirts and shit like that. Hop that in and let me hold you while we watch this. In bed or on the couch, we don't even need to have sex. Let's just fucking just the cuddling part. Bam. Yeah, yeah. That's such a quick way to my heart is putting on my clothes. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that's um, yeah. I'm missing some good t-shirts. Yeah, <laughs> not from you. God, they need a. <laughs> <laughs> they fit me really well. I, um, they contour my body. <laughs> I had a uh, Horizon Air t-shirt with a Q400 on it. Mm. Uh, no longer. You let that go. Yeah. You bitch. I had a Slayer t-shirt. Oh! 
information. All you bitches out there. Yeah. Um, Man. Yeah. No, so, that's a that's a pretty good one. Um, yeah, and I definitely have lived that life with somebody that doesn't like cuddling, hand holding, that was a really a tough one to get over. I don't like I'm a very touchy feely person yeah. with whoever I'm with or attracted to. Like I'm, I want to put my hands on them. Right, you need your seven significant touches a day. Yeah. What the fuck is that? Oh, you've never heard about the seven significant touches? No. So Is this like seven habits of highly effective people? I don't know if this would be uh kind of like that, but not as It's the pervy part of that. No? There's a I forget what it was. I bet you could guess who told me about all these. The most cuddly person I've ever had in my life. Brett? The other one. Andrew. The other one. Bicep. What's on my arm right Wolf. there? Oh, oh, oh. R.E.P. Yeah. Reese Cowpy. It's like this research that they say everybody needs, well, I thought it was seven. It's eight to ten. But everybody needs eight to ten meaningful touches in their life every day to like Aww. feel fulfilled as yeah. like, oh, someone cares about me or, you know, I'm, I'm interacting with other people. And that's everything from like a hug to like a, you know, rubbing your shoulder type thing. Everybody needs eight to ten significant touches. Oh, God. I am definitely in the fucking like Lower negative end. in that <laughs> over the last like Oh, you're talking about actually years. getting those touches. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and that does, that's not necessarily from, like, a rela- in a relationship. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, like, a friend yeah, or a yeah, parent. Yeah. yeah. I have not heard of or read about that, but I just agree and know that human beings need touch. Yeah. They need human touch. I had a, I had a very cuddly friend in college who uh, he, I believe, took a lot of psychology classes. And he came home one day and told me about that. That's awesome. He came up and hugged me and like gave me a weird creepy hug and I did the whole get off of me. <laughs> he goes, come on, I'm else. giving you eight to ten touches. That was Reese? Yeah. That's, I love that's, that. It's, Reese was an extremely good looking human being. That would have been creepy had it come from an ugly person. Oh yeah, no. Yeah. I was, um, I don't know when I started this, but it was sometime around maybe like sixth grade or seventh grade, but I started hugging all of my friends a lot. Mm-hmm. My older brother called me a hug whore one time. Never forgot that one. Yeah, he's kind of a prick. Thanks, Anthony. Yeah, fuck um, you. But even up until high school, in um, I would walk into school and my friends, guys and girls all included, they knew that I wanted a really big hug. And they would give it to me. And even like most of my friends that I've, that I've had since those you know childhood times, up until now, till you know, full on adulthood, when I walk into Mikey and Lindsay's house, the first thing I do is give them a big hug. Yeah. Oh, I'm a major hug. Yeah, every too. time, big time. Yeah, it's, whenever I walk into the Bogues, it's like 13 hugs line up. Yeah, yeah, for cigar burns. Exactly. I um, need, I need that. I love it. I, I would be, I would be sad if I didn't get that. Like, deal breaker. I get that. And, you know, that's my minimum. Yeah, yeah. You know, so totally, you need, you need. To have that, especially from somebody that you're like, you know, like and are into, you just you really for me, I felt completely rejected when it was like I wanted to hold that person's hand or touch them. It's like don't fucking touch me. Right? Yeah. Okay. What's wrong with me? <laughs> right? Yeah. And then you figure out it's not you, or it's not me, it's you. 
But that's a good one. Cuddling is, that's a pretty good. Oh, we just wrapped up cuddling. I forgot where we were for a split second. (laughs) Yeah, moving on to my number three. This one is uh, that's developed because I'm I'm guilty of this when I was younger, and not not so much younger. I'm pretty sure I did this in college, but as I get older, the the just amount of time that it takes to actually date a person, I can no longer play games. Playing games like the stupid, I'm not going to text you for a little bit to see, like to kind of string you along, and then I'm going to send you one and see how long it takes. That little stupid shit. Any any type of game that you're gonna play with me. No games. Get the fuck out of here. I don't got time for it anymore. It's exhausting. I'm not gonna participate in this one just because I think you guys already know the games I had to go through. Yeah. Uh, I uh, uh I agree. It's it's awful. And it's one thing to do it in the beginning when you're testing out to see how someone feels. Grant, I still get the fuck out of you. You start playing games with me, I'm gonna call you out on it and be like, look. Stop doing. Do you want to go through with this? Or are you trying to do some just stringing me along type thing? But if you're doing it in the midst of a relationship, yeah, like, I'm talking. You've been together three months, six months, and you're playing games. Get the fuck. You're getting talked to. Done. Yeah. Yeah. Done. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I don't even know if you can. Um, all right, I'm going against what I just said, but it's I jump mean, in the pool. I don't even know if you can like. The way I think about it right now, I don't even think it's a game. I think it's more of being a fucking straight psychopath. But um, one of my ex-girlfriends um, used to tell me she, she was very angry. And then, but it was, her highs were high and her lows were low. And so when I would finally talk her down to the ledge and she would just be like crying like, I'm so sorry what I did. I just, when I get mad I feel so angry. I want you to feel the same way mad. So whenever you do something, I try and make you mad as well. So for example, one time I uh, told her I was going to be over at 8.30 and then this is when we lived at our last spot. We didn't have uh, laundry. So uh, laundry was taking longer than expected. So I was like, hey, babe, uh, going to be over, you know, probably 45 more minutes or some shit like that nothing from her. I got a text like the next day or something. Or it was something weird where it was like, yeah, I'm going over to, uh, um, Katie's house because her cousin's over and I think her cousin's sexy as fuck. And, um, just whoop you. And it was just like, ended up being like, what the fuck was that? And shit like that. Like she was just trying to make me jealous because I was late. Cause I made she was instigating game. some shit. Yeah. Fucking playing a game. Yeah. So she was, I mean, but it was just way out of love. It'd be one thing if she was like, Oh, well I'm going to be two hours late tomorrow or some shit like that. But it was just something Wait, like this is her power that she It's her had. direct reaction. Right. Where she would like even saying something like, Well, I'm gonna be two hours late tomorrow that That's a game. Game. Right. Yeah. Get the fuck out Done. of here. I've, yeah. I'm to the point now. That's my point where I think it's less of a game more than just being an absolute. Oh yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. absolutely. You 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 went through a rough period. Yeah. She didn't treat you right. Uh yeah. That's she's uh, a psycho hose beast. <laughs> <laughs> Sabrina said it. I'll say it again. But any type of game, like I, I'm getting, I'm 30 now, which is ugh, gross. 30. 30 is a new 20, baby. Is that bad? <laughs> it just feels check, so old. Check, okay, check this out. Some, someone, I, I feel old sometimes too, but like I'm also doing shit. Like I went to my first rave like a year and a half ago. Yeah. Um, my revolution started at 30. Not only Yours that, will but, too. um, this and, isn't the point. <laughs> someone, We're not talking someone about me. Someone was like, I don't feel, I don't feel 
30, I feel a lot younger than like I'm 20. And then when I hang out with 20 year olds, I'm like, yep, definitely I'm 30 and shit like that. Like it's, I mean, the shit, I mean, I wish we had the stamina and the bodies that we had when we were 20, but at the same time, it's like, do we want to scrounge up 985 to get two sixers from Plaid Pantry? And right. No, I, shit? I get it. My, my life now. And I just remember the, the, the pack of friends I had 10 years ago where we like, it could be one day we're friends and next day, like they're shitting on me. And it was like, I hated fucking 20, 30. Fantastic right now. I feel like I have gone into, I've said this before, borderline on the spectrum. Like I am very black and white in, do you like me or no? I know I like you. Like I'm not here to fucking play games. Like I'm not here to read your mind and I don't expect you to read mine. Like at all. I'll either be putting out the vibe and paying attention to you, calling or texting. If you do not return that, then I will assume you're not interested. I'm not here to like read into what you're saying or not saying. You need to be direct. And if that's too much, then that's not a problem for me. Definitely not here for the games. No games. Yeah. No game zone. Yeah. Keep your balls out of here. <laughs> um, And it's not, I'm a no games guy too, but it's not because like, I don't like, playful banter and shit like that i wouldn't even call games totally different here here's there's here's where i was going with that games playing games with someone is fucking exhausting that's why i don't like them it's pointless it's time pointless yeah it's just exhausting it's like do i really have to go through this and shit like that when it's just like okay whatever you're mad about or whatever or like i just don't want to go through this like courting like playing flirting shit and like having to be jealous like girl I'll say it right now, outright, people that want to make other people jealous, like that they know they're going to make jealous, you're kind of a piece of shit. Like, it, yeah, it sucks. Um, people you love to hate. Yeah. Be be who you are up front. Don't dance around it. Um, we were talking about this earlier. We were watching The Breakup, um, and Jennifer Amundsen was talking about how she broke up with Vince Vaughn's character in hopes that it would make him realize that he wanted her to stay and that did not resonate with me even a little bit i would never threaten to break up with somebody in hopes that they would want me more i feel like that is such a mean thing to do to somebody i would never do it unless i meant it i've never broken up with somebody unless i absolutely meant it and i've never gone back like, if I want to break up with somebody, I'm breaking up with you and that is it. I've thought about it. This is not something I'm just saying off the cuff because that's fucking awful. I'm not playing a game here. This is what I really mean. And I fucking hate that people actually do that. I think it's terrible. It's gross. That yeah. movie is a great example of playing games. Totally. They play games the entire It's a movie. dance. Yeah. Yeah. It's a total dance. It is. So yeah. th- there was a, a Twitter exchange on Reddit the other day when it was this girl that was like, girls get you a man who's going to email you after you block him from all social media and then like the reply under it was dudes get you a girl who's not going to play these fucking games yeah yeah there there's another one that never mind it's pointless <laughs> um, it was pointless. no this is i i cannot believe this wasn't on my list this might have been number one had it had no I, games. yeah this is i i'm i like flirting and like doing that whole like 
courting is different than playing games. Right. And, and I would even say the dance. I know you use the dance, but like the dance is a little different than playing games. Like there the is the breakup di- dance is different than oh the, the breakup dance. Yeah, yeah that's, that's a what game. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's what game. that's what the breakup is. Yeah. But the courting dance is different I think, than I, playing games. I think yeah. playing games with someone in the way that all three of us are trying to um, convey it is you're trying to elicit a bad um, emotion from someone, whether it be anger or jealousy or uh, any one of those where you like you want reward for your shit behavior yes boom that's what it, it, it is oh good i'm playing a game and i want you to give me attention yep that's what that is yeah i want positive attention from your negative yes. attitude yeah. or your from, from my your negative. negative well in your like i want your attention because you're feeling negatively about what's happening yeah like I want you to reach out to me, even though you're the one that's kind of feeling like I'm making you feel like you're missing me or that I'm leaving you, so that you give me attention. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm dangling a shit carrot for you. <laughs> gross, frozen <laughs> shit carrot. Gross. You're the gross one. Number three. All right. No games. No games. I like it. Um, my number no three. Games. Goodbye, yeah. suck. My number three is very simple, but. To me, it tells a lot. Somebody that doesn't like animals, and I mean somebody that doesn't like animals, that, like, enough where they would say, we're never having an animal. I have friends that don't like animals, but they're not, like, hell no, haters of animals, whatever. If I, if there was a guy that I liked that said, hell no, never in my lifetime would I ever have an animal in my house, that would be a deal breaker for me. Never, ever, ever. I almost put this on my list. I think I thought about this one and then forgot about it because I didn't write it down right away. This all this probably would have gone on my list. And for me, it's even more extreme. Like, I don't know if I could be with someone that didn't like animals. And I don't mean like, oh yeah, I can have one, but like, I don't really care about it. And like, don't, I'm not going to pet it and stuff. If you weren't affectionate to my animal, get out of my house. Yeah. <laughs> get the hell out of here. In my quick five cats, my cat was number one. He, my cat sleeps on my bed with me. My cat might curl up on your chest while you're sleeping over. If you don't like my cat, get out. Yeah. If you're indifferent to my cat, <laughs> get out. If you don't love my cat. Like you look at my cat weird. <laughs> I'm a big lover of animals. And like, if if someone didn't like animals, like, not that they weren't, they were okay with them, but they just didn't care for them. If they didn't like animals, that's like, I'm almost calling the cops on you because you might be a serial killer. Right. That... Who the fuck doesn't like animals in today's world? Serial killers. Serial killers. <laughs> you know, but at the same time, let me play devil as advocate. If you're five years old and you're getting bit by a dog, understood, I guess, but. That's different. That's, you, if you might have, trauma, have a fear of animals. Yeah. There might be something that. I just, I don't know. But, but at the same time, I'm, I'm trust me, I'm hundred percent behind this. Yes. I agree though. If you, if you have a trauma and you explain that to me, yeah, of like, yeah, yeah, that's manageable. Right. Yeah, totally manageable. That's like, Hey, let's go to a petting zoo. Yeah. Just so see what like happens. Him. Meet him. Face your fears. Meet him. Look, he's let's, laying down sleeping. He wants you to pet him. Boom. Yeah. He's let's, not going to bite you. Let's him. check out the pet co. Yeah. While, while we're at Staples. If you we'll don't like it, over. we'll walk out. Yeah. Because I, I can totally work with that. Because I, you know Look, what? no cats even in here. <laughs> let, let me play devil's advocate real quick. I, no I consider myself a fucking dog whisperer. I love dogs more than anything. And I thought that I loved every dog on the face of this planet until that motherfucker three houses down bit me. 
I got bitten <laughs> leg. Yeah. 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 Boom. I feel like this is the second or third podcast we talked about. Yeah. It's second. Go back in the catalog. <laughs> revisit. Derek's dog, dog bite, bite story. Dog bite gate. Oh, man. Dog bite gate. And it's just like, you fucking bastard. I kind of want to hit him. This is a great one, though, because I... I think it's a huge tell. It is. It's a huge, huge tell. tell. I it's, don't like it. It's a, It goes back to, like, the... Like the um, it was the one earlier that was it was a simple thing, but it's underlying manners. Yeah, manners. It's exactly like that. It, it shows your underlying compassion for another living thing. Yeah, that you can't get anything from other than affection. Yeah. Furthermore, it's sexy when a girl is good with animals. It is. Yeah. Uh, it's like a, the Snow White type, mm-hmm. like. Yeah. Disney princess. Exactly. If my cat ended up liking you more than me, I'd I'd probably propose to you. Yeah. <laughs> That's real talk. It'd be hard. I've seen the ring. But... <laughs> He's not gonna get it to me. <laughs> <laughs> I know where he hides it. Yeah. Um Yeah, that's I mean that yeah, that to me is a huge tell. It tells a lot of character. Um I'm pretty much going to think you're a psychopath of some sort and I don't need that kind of negative energy around me. Yeah. I'd rather have a hundred crap dogs around me than one person that didn't like animals. And if I have an animal before we're together, like that's basically my kid. I like my animal more than you at this point. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, You told me that story about your ex-girlfriend that got rid of her dog because her boyfriend. Oh, what? I'll tell it. It's a quick one because only because it's my ex, and you know, just a little burn, a little <laughs> Valentine's burn. Uh, I had this ex that if we hadn't have broken up, I probably would have proposed to her eventually. She had this dog that she had rescued from, I believe, Mexico. He was living on the streets of Mexico, eating trash like a street dog, and a family friend had brought him up from Mexico. She ended up with this dog. Well, this dog had a bunch of trauma. Like, obviously, you're living on the streets like TJ, and it became attached to her. She like worked through it with all this, but it became so attached to her because she was kind of the only caretaker of this dog in his whole life that it had like separation anxiety. And like when she'd go to class, he would like be at the window, scratch it, loved her. Uh, I ended up meeting him, ended up loving me just cause we were dating. Anyway, broke up. Did probably six months after that. I was at a music festival with one of her friends that were both close friends. And she goes, hey, can I ask you something personal? It's about your ex. And I was like, sure, go for it. And she's like, how do you feel How do you feel about her getting rid of her dog? And I was like, what? And she's like, yeah, she got rid of her dog, this one that she's had that's now attached to her. Then right after got a baby German Shepherd with her new boyfriend. No. And I was like, oh my, it changed my entire view of her. Yeah. Like, I immediately was like, you're that's kind of a piece of shit. Yeah, that's, uh, that's a big piece of and shit. And in my, in, my, in, my, like, in my head, and when I was talking to this girl that was telling me this, I was like, if she would have called me, I would have taken that dog immediately. Like, because like, I... It, that, to me, is so cold-hearted. Oh. Very cold-hearted. How do you... I don't even... Can't even wrap my head around that. Yeah. This dog is attached, like is scared of some other people when it first meets them and, and like fully attached to her. She got rid of it and then got a new one with her now husband. But yeah, I was like, oh my God. 
If you're listening right now, you fucking suck. Yeah. You know who you are. He's the fucking worst. Vacuuming dad. Gross. That's awful. Yeah. That's actually really sad. Be nice to animals. Yeah. Sp- spay and neuter your pets. Yeah. Or you're not getting a date with me. Or me. Yeah. Or Derek. I'm speaking for Derek. Yeah. <laughs> Derek, what's your number three? Um, I. It's a little mix. Um, I also delved into the little work pile today, and I was like, uh, talking to the other flight attendant, I was like, what's it, uh, what are your deal breakers for you? And she had it perfectly, something I didn't um, think about. She just looked at me deadpan, didn't even have to think about it for a second. She goes, being a Trump supporter. Ooh. Ooh. And let me backtrack that real fast, because I'm friends with a lot of Trump supporters. It's, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to segue this into being an extremist. On either side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I consider myself a lefty, but I have extremely, uh, I have liberal friends who are extremist liberals that are um, very much, um, if you're a Trump supporter, you automatically hate black people. You automatically, uh, you know, are Nazis. You automatically are this, um, that. It's uh, every single white man on the face of the planet. Are, they're not is, logical. Is, yeah, they're, they're generalization. Yeah. Boom. And those are just as bad as Republicans, yeah. far right yeah. extremists. Extre- you need a balance. Yeah. On it, just like anything else in life, and and um, so it's just as bad. It's and I don't hate trump supporters i hate right wing extremists yeah boom now let me ask you this is this strictly political no not at all i don't uh, hold on let me think i don't think so because mm. i i don't really have an example because i was trying to think of an example that's non-political but in my head i'm thinking like someone that is an extreme views of almost everything to where you can't have a conversation of a, a counter argument with them. They they're shut off to all. Uh, well, like it's... what about like an like an extreme right wing conservative like evangelist, somebody that's super extremely religious. Oh yeah, there thinks you go. that. God's gun and country are literally the only things that you need to worry about. Abortion is you're going to hell no matter if your fucking dad raped you. No matter what, you do not do these things. Yeah, extremists are yeah, I don't it doesn't have to be political, I guess good call. But, but also yeah. like so but <laughs> if we're going back to the Trump supporting thing, like do you support Trump's policies or because there are people that are like, I just like his policies and I think that he's going to run the country like a businessman in the wall. He's got a good point. We don't, we need border security, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, okay, well he's a fucking misogynist, fucking racist. Would you like that person running your, your kid's school? He's literally grabbing pussy whenever he wants. You want that to be an example. So you don't care about that, but you like his policies like what about hillary's emails exactly yeah, fucking, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah those kill me so um, all of that to me is all kind of like jumbled together and it's i can see how people are like have a hard time separating it but to me it's all one the point you guys are making is very valid any extremist like that yeah uh, i that would be hard for me today but just so we don't go down a huge rabbit hole that we could talk about for hours i'm just gonna keep this political and that's just uh extreme political on either side um a Trump supporter. Yeah, because yeah. I think every 
thing about life, everyday life, would be turned political. Like, yeah, everything, anything that you do has a political response. Like, also, yeah. don't rain yeah. on my fucking parade. Like, there was a girl that I knew that like would just shit on any clothes I had that had a Nike swoosh on it because they didn't agree with their practices and um, just shit like that. Some, someone who has to like rain on my parade type like well that colin kaepernick is a piece of shit <laughs> yeah that yeah that whole argument i mean i saw a lot of people i knew that i've known for quite a while literally say they were gonna throw out all their nike gear and for the reason that they were throwing it out i don't care if i I would not call them a friend of mine. I'll just say it that. Let alone entertain the idea of dating somebody. Those people that I know, for that kind of like extreme reaction, that to me is illogical, makes zero sense. Right. If I had any forethought, I, I would have asked these people where they were dumping out all their shit. Right? Yeah. I picked it up. Yeah. Got any size nine and a half women? <laughs> no? Yeah, right. throw them out. I'll no. put I'll put a couple trash cans out there. Exactly. Taking all your Nike donations. That would be a hard one. I definitely see um I've seen on dating apps tons and tons of guys. Trump supporters swipe left. Tons oh really? Oh yeah. Yeah. Wait, swipe so that's the bad one. That's way, the right? bad one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't want you. This, I, I've seen that on girls too. Like, if you're a Trump supporter, go ahead and swipe left. Yeah. Type shit. And yeah. I, I'm cool with that. Yeah, totally. You know what's this, weird is, uh, and we're going way off topic. Um, I've seen profiles that, like, the first line is HSV, plus, which means herpes simplex virus positive. They have herpes. Oh, and whoa. And that's like, just boom. Straight, that's cool. Straight, yeah. Like, straight up in the profile. Yeah. I have not seen that. I, I respect that. Totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're being up front and saying, hey, man, just so you know, before absolutely. you get into this. Uh, yeah, it's absolutely yeah. respected. Yeah. So, it's with, I mean, that's just something that I've seen. That's very surprising. I've not seen that on uh, one guy's profile. I definitely couldn't be with an extremist at all because I'm a big, I love to argue. If I should have been on the debate team when I was in school because any argument, I'll go in on you. I think it's just fun. And it would turn into fights so fast. Yeah. Because arguing, you, you got to be able to see a little bit of both sides. Obviously, you're trying to push yours healthy debate is healthy right mm -hmm. yeah. but if you have no open-mindedness to the person you're debating it's just you're talking to a wall that's one th that's perfect what you said healthy debate is healthy because if you just are getting with like-minded people yep that's where you get a small community of just people that see one way yeah it's a whole community of uh, don't grow yeah so that's one thing that i recently learned about uh abraham lincoln that i love is he kept his cabinet of people full of opposite-minded people who chucked him on his shit. So he didn't need uh, uh, an oval office of people that were just going to say yes to him and agree with him. Right. He had people that would challenge, uh, challenge him, keep him sharp. Yeah. Instead of is, just validating. Right. Yeah. Which is dope. Yeah. And that, in my opinion, is is some is a very good attribute that you'd want in a partner. And, you know, for me, a guy and you guys a girl, 
to challenge you and to want you to like think a little bit more outside the box that you've grown in. Yeah, that's like, what helps you grow. Yeah. That's I want someone that's gonna push me to be a better person. Yeah. Not not for them, but for me as well. Totally. Yeah. That's a good one. Mine is a can't really control it. My number two. Some people are just born with it. And that's everybody has their own neutral smell of just you're not sweaty, you're not anything, you haven't showered, you're just your smell. If you have a bad neutral smell, to me, can't do it. Cannot do it. If I'm laying in bed next to you, like in the morning, and I get this smell of something that I don't enjoy, and it's not that you smell bad, it's just like your neutral smell. It's, it's body chemistry. Your it's essence. A real thing. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Can't, it's a real thing. Can't do it. Hygiene I cannot do it. made my... Like just hygiene specifically. I thought that. Oh, went, that's. I thought that went without saying. Yeah, hygiene. No, totally. Right. But I mean, some people fucking. Yeah, and that's what that's why I'm trying to you know call out. Nail it's not it that down. you. It's not your hygiene. It's not. It's that not you, your poor hygiene. It's your. It's natural not your bo. Smell. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not your bo. Have you? You've been. You haven't showered in two days, and it's just built up, and you stink. It's yeah. like those times, like where you're not sweaty. Just your you're natural clean. pheromones. Yep. Yeah. If if you have a bad one and I've I've not dated but I've hung out with a couple girls that do not match, I can't do it. That's it so ruins everything for me. Ruins everything. That's like the basics of human nature, I feel like. Yeah. Like our animalistic like breakdown, that's like one oh one. It's weird. And I'm sure everybody has you just smell those people. You're like, you don't smell like BO, but there's you got a smell that I don't really like. Yeah. Or you got a smell that I like. Woo. Yeah. Come here. You smell good. Yeah. yeah. And you just like the way that somebody's body smells. Right. Yeah. And it's some people I'm sure find the people that I don't, that I, I'm like, you don't smell good. Some people are probably like, oh, what? Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But if, if that's, it's just one. Totally. That's like a chemistry thing. That's a yeah. full on, that's not like a, we have chemistry or not. That's an actual chemistry. Yeah. Thing. Like, like we work a, together. Yeah. 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 But that's a big one. It's huge for I me. I want to say I'm blessed because I've never gone through this. I've never really smelled anybody like that either. I have. And it's, it's again, it's not something that's like pungent or that you're no, like, no. oof. Yeah. It's just, uh, I don't, something about you. It's, it's just enough to notice working. though, obviously. Yeah. yeah. It's not working. That's so interesting. I, I've met girls who are like, oh, I love a guy who smells like like the the, the funkier, the better. Like, and that yeah. shit almost makes me vomit. Oh, yeah. gross. See, that's, that's what I, I feel. I've heard that too. And I feel like some of those people, they're not talking about that B. They're just talking about like your like musk. Uh, yeah, I don't know about like, that. That's like some Viking shit. See, but because it's chemistry, I, like I wonder. I clean guy. See, I wonder though if you've smelt someone's musk that you like and you're like, you don't know that right. it's the musky smell. You're yeah. just like, oh shit, whatever you got going on. Yeah. Also, my nose is not to be trusted. I fucked it up a long time. <laughs> <laughs> I got a shit nose. Yeah, I got a shit nose. 11 nose. I got, yeah, total 11 nose. So I don't trust it. But. But it's a big one. I've, I've, That's very I was, interesting. I was working uh, today with the other the other flight attendant who I thought was cute as shit. We flirted the whole two days, and she continuously put on like vanilla lotion on her hands. Just simple things like that. That was just like I would smell it. I'm like, oh, I need to get more of that. Yeah, I need to get more of that girl's hair who smells good. Yum. Yeah. 
It's it's a thing. Well, it's a big so thing. Good call. That's but I, I think... do. I know that this is like a popular thing with women, but guys that wear like not like heavy cologne or anything, but just smell nice. Either it could be their just their deodorant, whatever kind of body wash they're using, like any of like a light masculine scent is amazing. Mm. Yeah. I never wanted to be the stinky kid, so yeah, I use good. a lot of laundry to, uh, fabric softener. That's the trick. For all you out Snaggles. there who are wondering, yeah, for all you out there who are wondering how people get their clothes and stuff, their laundry to smell good, it's not the detergent. It's the fabric softener. You add just a little bit more, I get so many comments at work. <laughs> it's such a devilish look in your face right now. It does look like a good shirt. That purple looks good on your I know. Head. I Thanks, said that, bro. too. Yeah, not, um, the hat that he had on earlier with the maroon. It's one of my favorite the, colors. The red and the... Yeah, all that and the stripes he had on earlier. But yeah, don't stink. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, can, you, you can't control it because it's your natural. That's just your being, but... Oh, okay. Well, you know what? This is going to be a nice little fucking... Uh, Segway? Segway into my number two. Um, because I... I ended mine with poor hygiene. Not that yours was poor hygiene. Yeah. But same they, idea. There, yeah. Um, same arena. Somebody that lives a very lazy, unmotivated, and dirty life. Like, mm. just doesn't clean up after themselves ever, leave shit everywhere, just has no general motivation to, like, improve their life or grow or learn like that is super super important to me somebody that is very very content with what they're doing and that is it in like their like lifestyle is a mess as well and maybe they're they have poor hygiene because of that because they're just kind of lazy cannot do it absolute 100 percent deal breaker complacency yes 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 it's a great fucking word for all of that. <laughs> yeah. It's awful. I get there are people that go through slumps. Life happens. Seasons happen. But if there's like a general, like if I'm dating somebody and they're in that season of life where they can't get their shit together, really, maybe they shouldn't be in a relationship yep. or maybe I shouldn't be in a relationship with them. Or maybe they'll find somebody that like enjoys that lifestyle. Let me that's ask, not for me. Let me ask you this. You start dating someone and figure out they're this way. Would it make a difference to you if they acknowledged it? So in other words, if you start dating someone, let's say you date this dude, looks normal on the outside, then you actually get to know him a little bit and you're like, this dude's a fucking slob. He's just sitting around. He like has a kind of mediocre job, not looking to get a better one. Like Again, complacency. But he knows that and is like, I know it. I'm I'm trying to get out of it. I can't, but I know that I'm that way. There's a difference there How because long I didn't. Last? Well, that's I what didn't, that one. That's that's my question. Well, it, the fact that you threw in the I know, or I'm trying to get out of it. That phrase changed all of that. Right. Because somebody that knows it, yeah, I'm a fucking slob. Sorry, that's my life. Then that would be a hundred percent deal breaking. No. I'm not living in this. I'm not cleaning up after you. I'm not, I do not live in this manner. I need not necessarily spot clean or anything, but I cannot live in chaos. Cannot do it. 
But if somebody was in chaos and was like, I'm working on like being cleaner, like I'm getting in, you know, getting into some new habits. Like I didn't used to be like the cleanest person on the planet, but now I fucking make my bed every day and I try to keep my, you know, sink empty. You know, there were things that I didn't used to do that I do now. How long would you work with that person? That's because that's kind of what I was going at is people can say that and they acknowledge it. Yeah. And they know that they're like, fuck, I'm trying to get out of this, but still are not actively totally. trying and to that, do it. And that, I feel like, would be a very short amount of time. I, it, You would have to see action. You would have to see proof. Because to me, that's all there is. Yeah. There's only action. There, You can talk and talk and talk and talk. I've seen it a million talk, times. Talk, 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 talk. Yeah. Talk, 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 talk. Okay, no more talking. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, I could not deal with it. Unless you... like. If you're going through something that causes your life to be chaos at this point, then chances are you shouldn't be getting into a relationship in the first place. And that is no one's fault. Get your shit together. Get your mind right. Get your living situation all figured out. And then we can revisit. I'm not saying that I think you're a fucking awful human, but just can't do it. Like It's like having a kid. You got to be prepared. Yeah. Kind of. You need to be ready, like... You're taking on another life form to join your life. I want somebody to compliment my life. I don't want to have to, like, work on somebody else's shit. Right. Exactly. I That's wanna... what I mean. Like, yeah. you're bringing someone else in to be a part yeah. of your life. Your, your half of that should be set up a little totally. bit already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. But, you know... Complacency it's... is a killer. Oh, Yeah. I would say it's probably one of the number one killers of people. I want. In terms of. I want somebody. My opposite to push me, to be better, hands down. If you don't give a shit what I'm doing, I don't want you in my life. Like I want you to make me better. I don't want you to be an asshole about it, but I want you to help me grow. <laughs> you stink. Yeah. <laughs> Your work sucks. You're not funny. <laughs> <laughs> Your job sucks. You're not yeah, funny. Exactly. You stink. Your house sucks too. Got a dumb cat. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why you have that dumb animal. Dumb furball. Dumb now. Mange. Nice marmot. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so that's my number two. Don't be fucking lazy. Don't get complacent, guys. Um, we're starting to get into the, uh, yeah, we're starting to get into the serious ones for me. Um, and this just gripes my ass. People who can't be happy for you, um, which, I mean, there's a few things that go into that, like people, uh, who want to rain on your parade, um, or people who just can't share happiness, even when, I mean, nine times out of 10, they're going to be talking about something that like you don't really care about, but you're like, Oh my God, that's awesome. Type shit. Like, Oh, good for you. And you learn about it. Like, Hey, tell me what that, I mean, what does that mean for you? And type shit. Perfect example. Um, Brina, do you remember when you, me and mom were in Bellevue watching, uh, the Seahawks play the Vikings Mm -hmm. in the championship? Blair Walsh's fucking chip shot field goal to win the game goes wide left. Yeah. I texted my girlfriend and said, like, after he did that, do you remember what the bar was like? 
it was mayhem. Fucking mayhem. Everybody went crazy. Strangers were hugging strangers. Yeah. I, it was the first time we I've called ev- Tyler Mark. Yeah. They got eight to ten significant touches that yeah. day. <laughs> was, I, I remember winding I up. I got ten to twelve. <laughs> I remember winding up three. Uh, for anyone who doesn't know me that's listening to this right now, I'm a humongous. I'm wearing a fucking Seahawks jersey right now. Still has the tags. Cheering for the Rams this week. I'm not, I'm not watching the suit, but regardless, humongous Seahawks fan. So when that kick went left to seal the playoff win for him, I wound up three times, screamed as loud as I could, breathed in again, ah, like three times. And then when I got done with the third one, my vision went really dark, almost passed out. Like it was like I went that hard and it was just insanity. Like, cause I was already at the point, like, okay, he's going to make this. There's 21 seconds left. If Russell can get it downfield, maybe we got a shot and type shit. Like I was already past him making this and he missed it and fucking went insane. Texted my girlfriend at the time, babe, I almost just passed out. She wrote back three words, dramatic as shit. And just immediately, like, took me out of, like, the happiness that I had. Like, like she was like, you're being dramatic as shit. Like, that's what, and that's how she meant it. Like, just fucking say, like, oh, my God, that's awesome. He missed it. What a loser or something like that. Or just, like, like, just people who can't, like, be happy for you in the moment. Like, even if it's fucking something like, oh, my God, Mark on The Bachelor got picked. Can you believe that? I would, I don't know who the fuck that is but no way that's fucking awesome good for that yeah good for mark that's <laughs> yeah. fucking sweet like like, like i can't well, what am i supposed to say like uh you're you're being dumb you're being dramatic as shit it's just a tv show or some you know like just to kind of like belittle them a little bit i heard i heard a quote about this the other day or not a quote it's just some guy talking about it um he was on this motivational speakers po- uh instagram and he said if you're a person who counts other people's successes as your loss you're whack and what he meant by that was he said it differently and he said it so it sounded a little more controversial is like why is this person doing well negative to you you're removed from that situation that's him being a success has no impact on you at all so why are you counting that as your loss and if you're doing that that's this same situation of they're they're the reason they're having that reaction to you is because you're happy right now i'm not necessarily that happy you're winning for some reason now i feel like i'm losing so i gotta bring you back down to my level like dramatic as shit your team just won i don't yeah my team didn't win you're being dramatic as shit right now there's if you're doing that you're whack i've seen similar quotes in memes and things like that that are inspirational like just because somebody is shining bright doesn't mean that dims your own light yeah same idea like just because somebody's doing well doesn't mean that it has any effect on you and doesn't mean that you have to like bring that light down at all it's it's one i came from a pretty fucking uh physically and emotionally abusive relationship with this girl um this is one of the biggest things that I remember that was just like, did you really have to do that? Like, it's one of the things that stick with me the most. Like, it's just like, why though? Like, just be happy for other people. I don't understand. Like, it's, I do not. It's, Pat, it's things that you care about that your partner doesn't choose to support is, is to me, extremely hurtful. Yeah. And 
is such a turnoff. My ex didn't give a shit about my birthday. And I found out, not that, like, I want anybody to throw me, like, a fucking crazy, like, you know, extravagant birthday party by any means. But I like to celebrate life. I like to celebrate things. I like, I love holidays. Milestones. Yes. Um, And I found out, or I found a string of text messages between my ex-boyfriend and a friend of mine. And she was asking about planning a birthday party for me. And my ex-boyfriend said, I know she cares about that, but I really don't give a shit. And so that to me wasn't even like to my face. That was behind my back that he just did not even give a shit about anything that I cared about. Especially that was something that was so personal. Something like that where somebody throws that in your face. Like that's super deflating. Yeah. And that's exactly what it was. It kind of like sobered me up because we were drinking at the time. And it was, we were such on a fucking high and it was like, cool, on to Carolina now. Yeah. Like fucking, neg- we survived. Nobody expected that to happen. Survive in advance. We're yeah. on to the next week. The Hawks live, baby. Yeah. And boom. And you're like, you're with 400 other like-minded people who are going fucking. Apeshit. It was mayhem. This place, it was like, fucking they found uh, Bin Laden. It was standing room only and it was in the like the game started at like 10 a.m. Traumatic as fuck. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> Very true. My, my point is like that kind of like just sucked me back it to was, reality. She fucking took a pin in your balloon and just went boom. Yeah, she didn't like you being happy. No. And that's, that's, yeah. And that's at what, all. Yeah. She didn't like being happy. And that's was, another healthy habit that you or healthy hobby that you had supporting yeah. a local athletic team. And I mean, that's tough. This It's tough to do as people because you see other people like in the same industry as you doing better and you start, um, you know, one of one quotes that you try and remember is life is not a, the only person you're racing is yourself. Yeah. But it, it is hard. It's hard not to say, God damn, look at that person's life. Like, I wish that was mine. Fuck you a little bit for having <laughs> such a better life. But when it comes from someone that you're in a relationship with that like, yeah, you're with 400 other like-minded people, but this is that one person that you're like, you yeah, I, I want to share this right. moment with you. I only want to share the excitement. Exactly. Yeah. I only really gave a fuck about what, you know, I wanted your approval. Yeah. I don't even care if you know what I'm talking about, but if you come back to me after you say that I almost passed out with like a, woohoo, like, are you okay? This is crazy. Yeah. Even if you have no idea what's going on, yeah. make my day. Yeah. That just shows... You're like, it's uh, like an unquestionable, endearing support of whatever your partner is doing. I don't really understand or care about your football, but fucking A. But because I love you and I know you care. Yeah, that makes you happy. I care now. Fucking awesome. Yeah. Right. And that's what it was. It was like, I could like see her, like, she was a huge Bachelor or Bachelorette fan. And so much so that she would know who would win. Before the whole thing even fucking started, because she would go look at it, like look like look at the answer and shit yeah. like that, which was weird as shit to me. Okay, it was like, why would you want to know the end of a movie at the start? Yeah, and it was just one of those people like, I gotta go know, I have to know, I have to know, and type yeah. shit. Regardless, I'm like, I can see the genuine joy in her eyes as she watched this television program, and I was like, boom, or whatever Monday cool. bachelorette on Monday, Monday <laughs> nights are bachelorette nights. We're gonna get ice cream. We're gonna get fucking candy. Uh, we're gonna make the bed and just fucking sit there with a nice down comforter, candles lit, 
fucking whatever. Like, this is the happy time. This is this is becoming a mantra for us and shit like that. I'm on board. That's what we're doing and shit like that. Like, because it makes her happy. And it was just, it blew my fucking mind now that I think about it. Like, I couldn't get the same. Like, you were too happy in that moment. She had to bring it back yeah, down. Yeah. yeah. Taking my joy out. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> thought I was laying the joy. <laughs> thought I was laying it. So, yeah, people, uh, I, I mean, I guess. Unsupportive. Yeah. Be, yeah, people who can't be happy for you. That's, that's, um, it's kind of shitty. Real shitty. Real shitty. Okay. Yeah. So that's number two. My number one, uh, might take a little explaining but it's it's not not having the mix of independence and dependence so i'm a i'm a very codependent person i think that's how relationships should be and by codependency i mean you should both need each other as much as the other the dependency part but at the same time be independent enough we kind of touched on it earlier of we can be at the same party, not talk to each other the whole time, and then come back at the end and be like, I had a great time. Did you have fun? Yeah. Like that type of thing. There needs to be a mix of it, of the independence and dependency. If you're on either side of those, I'm out. Yeah. I can't have someone that's so independent that it's almost like I feel like they don't care about me right. and aren't checking in with me. and aren't... Right. I also can't be with someone that, needs me for everything yeah or that relies on me for being happy doing things like meeting friends yeah i can't have either side it's got to be right in the middle for me of that independent dependence that's a huge 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 like i agree with that that's a definitely like i agree with that being number one yeah that's right up there i i you said it perfectly. I, you need to have a happy balance. You want somebody to want you but not need you. and But you want to need them just a tiny bit. Yeah. Like, you want to feel wanted. Right. Like, but... I definitely think that in a healthy relationship, you need each other. You, I am of... Those people that say, oh, you know, like in a relationship, you're both independent people. To me, I, know, I'm, I'm, I want to need you. Yeah. And but I also want you to need me just as much. All right. But at the same time, I don't need you like I want you to have your own life, your own mind, your own I don't I don't want to be married or with someone that is just me. That's like me, they're just all they like is me. They just are cool with whatever I say. I want you to challenge I want to get in some arguments and some yeah. debates. Yeah. I want you to come at me with how you feel about things. I want you to come with the hey I got this going on today. You want to come with me instead of everything just being, all right, what are we doing? Yeah. Like, I need both. Yeah. I agree. I need that too. Like, extremely need that. Like, healthy balance. Like, That's my biggest number one. Yeah. I couldn't, I couldn't be with someone that I felt like they could just live their life without me. And I couldn't be with someone that I felt like they couldn't live without me. I, the whole, like, idea of, like, not needing somebody or how many phrase this right like i want somebody to be able to stand on their own two feet for sure and like the absolutely needing somebody like i feel like that is more of an emotional thing like not necessarily like i need you 
like I'm gonna die without you, like, but you're choosing to be with that person. You choose to need them. Yes, exactly. That's, that's what I was just gonna yeah, say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where that's where I identify with that needing. Like, yeah, that it's the piece of I could do fine on my own. Yes, but I want you to take this piece of me to where now I need you a little bit. I need you to make me better. Yes, exactly. I can be survive, but. I feel like the last few rounds I haven't said enough, but I'm just like enthralled in what you guys are saying. (laughs) Like, like this is very informative. But also at the same time, like in, in, in that same sense of need, like I could pay for my own house. Oh yeah. But now I want, I want to feel like I need you to also contribute or else I'm screwed. Like that, that give and take of I'll be fine. Yeah. 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 If you passed away, something happened. I'd be fine on my own, but I really don't. I need you to be here. Yes. Yeah. I agree with that. It, yeah. What do you feel, Derek? Uh, yes. I've had a little, <laughs> I've had a little of both, or at least I felt that way. And it's just of, of the extremes. And it's almost, it's, it's tough. You start going inside your own head of like, what's wrong with me? Yeah. Right. I, I just, I think, and I think that's where like, that whole term communication is key um just because that that in itself is because i agree 1000 percent. i don't want someone to be so independent where i feel like i'm useless but at the same time like if you're going to smother me that's going to be just as bad right so that whole dance of trying to find that balance i think that little stretching and growing is going to be i don't even want to use the word painful but i think there's it's a constructive like uh like time yeah at the start of the relationship where but it would also be weird if it was like okay hi um are we gonna let's let's hash this out right now well it can't that's it can be growing pains and it can be like hard but it depends on your communication it i have lived a life with the man that literally doesn't give two shits and literally doesn't care if i'm around and i've also lived a life with a guy that literally wanted to do everything hand and foot and i in that even at a young age it was my early early 20s this person was so overwhelmingly like nice and sweet and did everything i in anything i would have ever asked i did not ask much i didn't feel comfortable but anything i would have asked this guy would have done he was had a heart of gold but i was just like this is too much for me i can't do it and I was as honest as I possibly could with him. He told me that he was starting to fall in love with me. And at that moment, I was like, I want to be honest with you. I'm not feeling that. And that is something that people have a hard time, like, dishing out. Right. In general. But I cannot stomach saying something that I don't mean. Same thing with the whole breakup thing. I'm yeah. not going to tell you I want to break up with you unless I fucking am going to break up with you. Yeah. I don't want to tell you I love you unless I actually mean it. I'm not going to fucking fill your head with falses, you know, falseness on that. But I don't, like, you have to have that open communication. The relationship didn't last much longer after that. Yeah. Like, I couldn't do it. I want to have somebody that, like, you know, gives me a little more fight. Gives me a little more challenge. What I come back to when I think about it from the dependency side is... If, if I'm dating someone that's dependent on me, I feel like I'm dating myself. Not so much that I'm dating another, like, Nate Wotak with the same 
for, yeah, yeah, yeah. but there's no there's no change to anything. Yeah. It's I'm I'm kind of living my life and you're along for the ride. And I don't want that. Like I need someone that's their own person. That's to me what's attractive is that you're with this totally new person who's opening you up to these things that maybe you've never seen before. That's yep. bringing you to things that you've never been. You might not be comfortable in, yeah. but they're there to kind of help you through that. Yeah. They're and, there, there to hold your hand through it. Right. And cuddle you through it. Right. Oh God, cuddle me so good. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Agreed. Number one. That's a great number one. Be right down the middle. Be yeah. independent and dependent at the same time. Um... So my number one, I feel like is pretty general, but it's super, super important. <laughs> I feel like three of yours you started out. So mine's kind of general. Give <laughs> <I know>. me <laughs> your cup and the log This I do this every Friday. <laughs> every week. <laughs> and which just... is... Continue. <laughs> That's one of my favorite parts of that. I guess yeah. I don't get one. <laughs> Batman Begins when the falafel guy comes out and then he's like doing one. something else here at him. Continue. It's oh, okay. Oh, oh that's that's right. Right. That, that's liquid smoke. No, you're drinking it. You took my cup. I'm offering you some because no. you said I don't get any. <laughs> Nate handled it. Yeah. Um. My lack of confidence is juxtaposed to my number one. <laughs> <laughs> because it's literally lack of self-confidence. Self <laughs> That's but, so perfect. I know. She's actually crying. I guess. <laughs> is it good? Hold on, guys. Tell me I'm good. Just give me a minute. Tell me, tell me I'm good. Uh, no, but I, I truly... A, a deal breaker way. is somebody that that really truly lacks self confidence, um, to the point where their personality is a detriment. They're they're I hate to say boring, but boring. Um, I want somebody that can keep up with me and my friends, not somebody that is trailing along or I'm the leader of every single conversation, or that makes things socially awkward. That's what gets me a lot. Yeah. Totally. Um, uh, part of this, I put uh, somebody that they need to be like really open-minded and full of support, which is what you touched on in your number two. Like, I need somebody, even if they're not um, experienced or have gone through the same life, you know, trials and tribulations as me, they don't lack the self-confidence that they're not open to those experiences or open to like entertaining those experiences or not afraid of them like i want somebody confident enough to be able to get new friends be open to a new group open to a new style of music open to a new experience open to something that they might be afraid of because that's what i feel like i'm constantly pushing myself just as an individual alone like, I want that for myself, and I want that in a partner. So if you lack the self-confidence to push yourself, that to me is one of the most ultimate deal breakers. I lack self-confidence in lots of things, including my list every week, but I still do it. I still, I question it, but it doesn't, it doesn't stop me from doing it. No, nah, we have to force her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
holding a fucking caliper out of her right now. Do it! <laughs> Say the thing. <laughs> All right, number one! Self-confidence! <laughs> I love the list. <laughs> it's so good. I would agree with that, though. That It kind of ties in with the this one ties into a lot of the ones we've gone over because if you don't have self, it was very general. Yeah, if you don't have self confidence, it 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 starts to bleed into other parts of your life. Self confidence just it's hand goes hand in hand with insecurity, though. Exactly. Yep. Because Absolutely. It's, if if you're insecure, then you're just like, why is he going to the gym? Yeah. Why? Who? And it's just like, and who's then he that, there? And then that turns to to um, harboring anger, jealousy, uh, yeah, envy, and just all those shits. So a guy that I had been friends with since I was 14 years old, never dated him, had a crush on him and never dated him. And we are now not friends anymore. But he had asked me what was the, like the common denominator in the guys that you dated. And I had to sit and think about it. And I don't have a type, like I don't have a type of guy, like a general looking type of guy or a general like personality type of guy or like a look of some sort at all. But the like sad thing that was like the the common thread through it. And I told him this, I was like, it's actually like insecurity, like in one way or another, these guys are insecure in the way that they acted out, whether it be couldn't stay faithful completely ignored me over fucking smothered me whatever it was you know like there was a common thread of like being highly insecure this is a good side thing derek do you know yours because i know mine i've thought about this as well what like is it? i want to hear derek's first <laughs> i've never thought about this in my life if you want you can pass um i would Think say about but you can't pass um, you cannot pass you were first uh, my common denom- denominator I found is I I like projects. Ooh. I like people that have issues, whether it's with your dad, with past trauma, with you want to be the savior. I do. I want to fix people. I want to. I want to make people feel better. It's, that's good. And it it's not good. No, it's, it's so not good unhealthy. for me. It's not good for me. Right. Because then I start taking on the. It's a, baggage. It's a, I don't mean this in a bad way, but it's oh, yeah. a nasty habit to get into. Oh, it is. And I, it, I'm not saying this with pride. That that's, no, no, no. I'm not I know. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've thought about this multiple times of like, why do I end up in these relationships that to me sometimes start to feel heavy? Like heavy in terms of a weight. Like this is no longer, this is almost like a challenge. Yeah. Uh, and I feel like a lot of them have been because I'm a, I like to try and fix it. I have a friend that feels like that she gets into that pattern too with guys and I'm not sure if this may resonate with you at all, but she thinks that it's because she's highly empathetic that she feels so much for these people that she wants to make it stop. Yeah. I love homeless people. I I donate to people. I used to, when I was drunk in college, I gave away so much money. Oh God. Just because I felt so bad. College. Marla uh, give away all her booze, show them a fucking tit or two, just because they were homeless. That's exactly. I had so many crying conversations with people where they're probably like this fucking drunk kid. Aww. But you need to be off the street. Why does no one care about you? People need to care about you. Aww. Here's twenty dollars. 
but yeah, I think that's definitely it. Yeah. And it, it does become, it's, it's not good. Cause you, a lot of times you can't fix people. No, you can't, you, most of the time you yeah. cannot. Because they, they have to fix I themselves. I would be hard-pressed to say that none of the time you can fix people. I haven't been successful yet. You have to you, think about how hard it is to, like, quote-unquote, fix yourself. Change yourself, yeah. let alone fix yourself. Right. Changing anything about yourself is incredibly hard. You have to really, like, look into yourself, yeah. face your shit, Figure admit you thread. have a fucking problem, <laughs> and then deal with it from there. So imagine trying to tell somebody... I can see all the things that are wrong with you. Just listen to me. I've got the way. Come on. Like that's the people that are gonna sell you a timeshare, not wanna love you. Well, and the tough part is, at least from my experience, is you get breakthroughs. Yeah. There are times that you you say something or you work through them with something and they kind of figure it out and you're there and you're helping. So it's and you're a little like, reward system that keeps you there. Yeah, you're like, oh, I got I got her. I'm bringing her up. I'm saving her from, I'm bringing her in, yeah. you know. In your head, you're thinking, I'm saving this person. And really, it, it never works. No. Yeah. It's, it, it's amazing when you can like step back and look at your pat, your own patterns of the types of people that you get with. And how common they can actually be or how much in common they can actually have. Even though they're all different human beings. Yeah. It's like those common threads of like project people or highly insecure. And they all, you know, they manifest in different ways. And I don't know how you figured out yours, but I started looking at back past relationships after my last one. And the the one that was in college, the one with the dog, is my fondest past relationship and that's what that's where i started i was like why is this one so why is it so special Mm -hmm. and it was because she didn't have any problem like there was nothing i was fixing yeah i was just we were together yeah it's crazy um i don't know how to answer that question like what's the common denominator because the last three girls that i've dated are head and shoulders widely different from each other and so I, maybe you don't have a pattern yet. Or yet. At least yet. I don't answer that. Or maybe will, you need more than five minutes to think about it. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> also good call. From what I know of you, just observing, and I've, I've noticed this from when you were still in high school, you're a very, um, like a caring person. Anybody that you, you care about, you want to take extra special care of them. Like they're like a fragile little gift almost. Like you want to take care of them, like take them out, buy them things, like spoil them. Like every single person you treat very, very well, no matter if they shit on you or not. He treats me so great. Right? (laughs) I did buy an Xbox controller. He did. He's out of nowhere. But, and I don't know if this is like a, just because of like, I'm a, I'm a sibling or if I'm somebody that cl- is close to you. And I don't feel like I am the type that's like, nobody's ever good enough for my baby brother. Like, I'm not fucking taking the kids to my sisters. Right. Like, I'm not a fucking Jersey <laughs> chick. But I definitely feel like a lot of the girls didn't deserve a lot of that. But that's just my own, you know, I don't know if that's because I'm his sister or if that's just they really actually didn't deserve right. it. Well, I mean, hindsight. So I, just, I, I tell this one thing I do understand about relationships is 
you're really good at giving advice to other people's relationships. Absolutely. But you can't, like, it's like being inside of the bubble. You, you don't know what's going on, and you're a fucking infant. Hindsight's twenty twenty. Right, but yeah. you can, if you were, like, if your best friend asked you for some advice, you could doctor fill that shit and fucking, okay, how much time do you have? Boom, yeah. here's a dissertation. Bang. It, everything's easier said than done. Right, but yeah. now that I'm outside of the relationship, I agree 100%. Like it's I I dated my last girlfriend was extremely manipulative, and uh, took knew exactly what she was doing emotionally. Like she took, she was an emotional vampire. Yeah, um, that's definitely a good call. And I don't know if that's it's a good like, description. She is obviously the extreme, and I don't know if any of the other girls who dated were like that, even in just like the most minute way no nothing close no i want you remember hillary yeah yeah she was very sweet yeah yeah very sweet hillary for nana liked her. Like, yeah nana did like her <laughs> yeah right yeah fucking a well um, maybe you don't have a pattern yeah or maybe i just i don't know um i'm stopping my patterns top five <laughs> fucking a top five patterns. top five uh what's your number Oh Did shit! We, we still got a new number. Yeah, yours is still. Um, this makes my fucking blood boil. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Number one. This one sucks. I fucking hate this. Shit. Um, double standards. Ooh, one way street. Sure. It's. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> I mean, this is my number one. Yeah. Just like shit that here's the rules for you but the same don't apply to me oh that's terrible right and it was just like i brina love her or not my last girlfriend was uh very pretty very nice looking face she took a lot of good angle pictures she knew how to take selfies for instagram she was all right regardless she got a lot of attention on the people there was a dude that hung around uh, their group of friends that confessed his love for her a few times, but that was like the best friend of one of like the homies type shit where like he wasn't going anywhere. When anyone, when Ryan Lampy's wife, Jordan, would comment on a group picture, a bunch of handsome fellas right here or something like that, something extremely General. neutral. Jordan, you're a very sweet. Everyone that knows you knows exactly where that's coming from. Except for her, where it would be like, who is this bitch? What is she saying? She needs to go. Delete her right now. Ah! Delete her right now. She needs to go. If that, I mean, it, it, and here's the thing about the double standard. If there wasn't a double standard, I would have no problem. Like, okay, that makes you upset? Cool. Just to, like, grow and keep the peace with you? I'll do whatever makes you happy and shit like that. Um, but when I would bring up, ah, hold up, this dude that is quote-unquote in love with you, says he wants to marry you, why are you still friends with him and you allow him to hang out? Oh, that's different. Aww. He's been here since fucking forever and shit like that. And just like, so you just want me, yeah, I want you to do that. I'm like, mm, go fuck yourself. Like, yeah. And that would just start the three-day fight. Yeah. And it was like, after the end of that three days, nothing would be solved. And then we would go on that next week. And fuck it. And it was just, just little shits like that, like double standard is absolute fucking hands down one of the easiest fucking deal breakers on the planet. It's 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 such a tool for manipulation. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Of of 
I, I'm acting this certain way, but I'm going to make you feel like you're a bad boyfriend, you're a bad person for acting the same way. Yeah. Or I'm going to make you feel bad for something somebody else said or did. Yeah. That has nothing to do with you. Yeah. But if somebody's going to pay attention to me, it's all good. It's all good. And it was just... It, it, it was to a point where she would get a bunch of randos in her like DMs that she never knew. Like, hey girl, what's going on? How you living? Like, type... Like, just all these guys are like, you know, what's, when are you trying to meet up tonight and shit like that? And it, I could tell, I'm like, why don't you, I mean, why don't you make your shit private and delete all those? And it was like, why aren't you shutting this down? In a roundabout way, I could tell, I'm like, you just fucking love the attention, don't you? Totally. Right. So it was just, and like, she would almost, almost be caught in like a deer in the headlights, like, like, I wasn't going to figure that shit out, but like, if someone like... I fucking grew up bleeding the same blood, sweat, and tears with Ryan Lampy on the fucking basketball court since we were little, and his wife, sweet wife, right, wants to say like, "Oh, you guys look very nice in this wedding picture of yeah. all you guys," or like something like that. Yeah, like, like all these guys that I've known since I was probably seven years old are grown up adults supporting a friend, getting married, all look dapper in suits, and I'm gonna comment on comment on yeah. it. It would be, it would be one and you thing. You have to be so insecure. It would, to say, delete that yeah. bitch. It would be one thing if she was even just like wrote something like "you sexy motherfucker" or like just something even like semi provocative. Yeah. Nope, not at all. It was just something like handsome group of guys right here or something like that. It was. I remember it being something so extremely neutral that it almost dropped. I remember where the fuck she didn't I drop was. A bunch of eggplant. I remember where I was. I was deplaning in Spokane when I got the message. Like, who the fuck is this? God. I'm like, Jordan? Like, what? are you fucking kidding? We're gonna this is what we're gonna fight about today? Bang. So uh double standards. Yeah. That's awful. Yeah, so it's um, double standards in life in general are awful. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. It's not a way to live. No. I don't understand how people get so far in life where they can still think it's appropriate to even dish out a double standard. Like, however old the psycho hose beast that you were dating when you guys got together, she had lived that many years and still getting away with that behavior and then turned it all on you. It's almost like there's no self-reflection. No, because there's no accountability. Because, right. Well, yeah, because you you have this, you're doing this thing that you're telling someone else not to do, and you're either ignorant to that fact, so it means you're not looking back on yourself and going, oh, I just did that, or you, you don't give a fuck. It's a narcissistic behavior. Yeah, yes. Oh, it, narcissism is a... Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's the absolute fucking worst. I'm not saying that anybody is a full-blown narcissist, but there is definitely narcissistic behavior heavily. I've met one. I, I It's very tough to say that people in general are narcissistic, like you're saying. Like, there's a lot. Of, I've yeah. met a true narcissist. It's infuriating. It's insane. Did you date a narcissist? No. Or did you, just somebody that you met? Yeah. Or a friend? It was an ex's family member. Oh. Diagnosed narcissist? there's no way there's no way they went to uh but i'm saying i i know the signs of narcissism yeah, yeah, yeah. this person was a full-blown narcissist this no i've read many articles about narcissism 
and I obviously am not a fucking doctor, but there are definitely some people in this world that I think are narcissists. And I read so many things like relationships with narcissists, if you were raised by a narcissist, like all sorts of things. And it all, like, there's lots of fucking bullseyes that we're yeah, getting. A lot of points. <laughs> a lot of points. So I can't say that this person is a narcissist or these people are narcissists, but there's a lot of fucking really shitty people out there and they do not even have a fucking clue what they're like because they're so fucking narcissistic and they're so wrapped up in their own head and their own world. It's appalling. It's insane to me watching how how social media is turning more and more people narcissistic. Yeah. Just from the, just look at me. Look how fucking great I am. Well, it's look at me and then this false reality. Yes. It, yeah. It, it's the, all the gaslighting and this isn't real and no, you have no idea what you're talking about. It, it, there's so many tools out there to like submit this false reality. And so they literally have all this shit at their disposal to like create and flourish this narcissism. Yeah. It's wild. It's wild. It's absolutely wild. Fuck that. Fuck them. Fuck Fuck them. That's why. Well, right. Fuck them. That's why. I Um, couldn't handle those standards. No. Double standards are awful. You know what? The the one thing I think about, um, we got pretty dark this episode. We did. We did, but... Uh, I don't think it's dark. I think it's real, and I really actually enjoyed this a lot more than a lot of our other ones. Yeah. Here's here's my point about this. It's... Uh, it's I've dealt with pretty d- uh, dark people, like, who have had that negative influence on me and all this dog shit, like, behavior. It makes me appreciate the good ones ten times more. Oh, absolutely. Right. The, I mean, there are people... We work in an that's in, the balance of life. We work in an industry where it's selective and only like the fucking majority of good people got in and like dealing with like those like people. Um and I'm talking about a lot of the dudes, like a lot of the like the older dudes. Um just makes me a, not even in a romantic sense. I'm just like you're a fucking gem of a person. Yeah. Like, like you, just beautiful people like it just makes me appreciate them 10 times more. There are people in the world that are out there that I'm not necessarily a pessimistic person, but I definitely have a lot of doubts about the human race. Cynical. A little cynical. Not all the time, though. But there are so many people out there that make me feel like there is so much good in the world there are so many like wonderful souls out there like magic people that you run into you know you might never ever run into them again and maybe you caught that person on a good day and they're not like that all the time but who cares like that person exists and maybe there is somebody out there that exists like that all the time but it keeps me way more um lifted than depressed that there are good people out there. On that note, we did go, we didn't go dark, but we talked about some heavy. Real shit. Heavy. And we went a little negative because it was deal breakers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Valentine's Day week. Just want to say, everybody out there, if you're single, if you're together, we love you. We do love you. Yeah. 
Keep your head up. Yeah. Send you a significant touch. <laughs> Reach out and touch them. So you got at least three significant touches today. There just from go. our voice. Exactly. Bang. I think I think everyone on earth has been single on a Valentine's Day. We all know how bad that shit sucks. What and it's not bad, but it's just like being in the car at a red light, be like, Oh, today's fine and then looking over your left and seeing like a couple be happy with each other in another car, you're like, Fuck them. I don't get like that. I was trying to be positive to end the show. I don't, Come back no, in here with that. No, no, <laughs> my, 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 here's my point. My point is I think we've What's your been... fucking point, dude? <laughs> I'm not <laughs> My my point is keep your head up because those days suck, but next year is going to be different. It's all about perspective. I could walk down freaking relationship row on Valentine's Day by myself, and if I have like my headphones in, maybe playing a little play Frank Sinatra or something, like something good. Fly me to the moon. And you see all these happy people walking around, like positive energy. There's no way that that's not contagious. In my opinion, I think it's all about perspective. You can walk through that thinking it's the fucking gauntlet and that you don't get any of it or you can be, you know, somebody that soaks all that energy up. I forgot before we end this. Any of you got almost made it lists? Absolutely. Ooh, I have a lot. Here. That's, good. <laughs> okay, well, that's I, something I, that you're always good for. I, 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 I got one big one. So let me say just because you don't have it. Loud people. Um, oh. Um, uh, yeah. Like overly loud in situations where you're yeah, like, Shut and up. Um, Yeah. It's just like even with a couple touches of alcohol, like just being at dinner. Obviously, if you're at a restaurant, we're not the only fucking people in there and shit like that. And just... <laughs> just to the next people over and not even like you're laughing shit like that but just people who can't control their volume like so when you were talking about um or whoever brought it up about treating a service industry people and like being a dick to them to me if you are constantly like trying to like schmooze the bartender or the waiter or whoever is fucking serving you at all and like you're trying like you're just being a cheese dick that to me is such a fucking turn off like there's a genuine way to like, you know, be chummy with somebody. Yeah. But if you you are like making somebody uncomfortable because you can't stop making stupid fucking jokes and everybody at the table is just looking around like, all right, like making things awkward. Is this over yet? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm uh, I agree with, and this is a little bit of the pot calling the kettle black, but because I've I've been here many times, less so older. But people who get sloppy drunk nowadays, it's so unattractive to me. Like where you're not when I look into your eyes and I can tell you're you're not there. Yikes. Another one for me is being like a dirty person. I'm not talking about hygiene. I'm talking about like you're not gonna help me. I know you're not gonna help me clean like vacuum. I know you're not gonna help me do the dishes. I know you're not gonna help at all and you make it worse deal breaker for there's no way i'm going to be taking care of my wife yeah that to me is a sloppy person yeah, that's yeah. Sloppy. oh yeah, yeah yeah but that's done yeah no way uh this kind of goes along with the independence thing but someone who doesn't bring anything to the table like i'm always coming up with the dates i'm always thinking of what we're having for dinner i'm always like everything is on me nobody can make a decision yeah i don't know whatever you want i don't yeah. know I don't know. Whatever you Listen, want. 
Yeah. Yeah. That's awful. Uh, and then a big one, which is some people might... If you're a prude, for real, deal breaker. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it sounds like a joke, but no, for no, real life. No, I, I totally agree with it. If you're, if you're, I, there's no, my, my like nightmare of a, of a of relationships that I am in for the rest of my life is one of those people that has sex once a month. Yeah, pass. Listen. Or like hold sex over you. That's a big one to me. Listen, I got iced out for longer than anybody should naturally be iced out for. And like my patience is detrimental to my own sexual health. Yeah. But it's fucking ridiculous. And never again will I ever put up with that. But like it's fucking ridiculous. I would also like in a in a in a joking like playful way and being like, "Well, if you don't do this, I'm not going to get with you later." If that's real, if you're saying like, "Well, if you want to have sex, you got to go do this." Yeah. Like and it there's no to you it's just like this thing that you're giving me and you're not really involved it's not a at quid all. Pro- <laughs> right. I watch Austin Powers too much. <laughs> it's a it's more of a it's more of a your tool. To get me to do things? Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Anybody that uses sex as a tool at all, at fuck, all. go fuck yourself. Oh, yeah. Get yeah. out of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I need to be with someone that I'm like, let's fucking... Sexually healthy. Explore some shit. Yes. Yeah. You need to be sexually healthy and mature. In addition to that, like, I'm not having missionary sex the entire time. No. For the rest yeah, of my yeah. life. Like, you need to be open-minded. Yeah. And if you're not... Deal breaker. <laughs> I'll be your friend. <laughs> I have nothing you can to contribute there because I agree one hundred percent. Yeah, agreed. It sounds like a funny one, but it's a hundred percent. I mean, I, I, I feel like it'd be hard pressed to find somebody that doesn't agree with that. But then you, you end up in these situations. No, 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 where people talk big game, and you don't really ever expect them to be that way. But then there. are they are. Yeah. You never know. You never know what you're actually getting into. Really. I'd, yeah. Until you're in it. But yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a nightmare. It's, <laughs> and it's one of those things where you think it's going to get better. And it uh, never does. You try and you try. Yeah. <laughs> you try. <laughs> ah! mentions. Uh, no, as usual, I fucking kept my list short and very fucking insecure. And I didn't really yeah. know if I liked them, yeah. so. <laughs> But I definitely agreed, like, there is not one thing on your guys' list, and honorable mentions included, that I did not disagree with. Yeah. Um, it's tough out here. It, it's fucking hard out here. Um, there's a lot of things that, uh, you know, you shouldn't stand for. I feel like the older you get, the more you know you don't want it which is an amazing thing. And I am, you know, is, is insecure or whatever the word may be about you feeling 30, you and you, I don't feel insecure or a weird way at all about being 33. I feel like I'm getting better with age. I feel like the guys are getting better with age. Um, I feel like, I am totally happy with holding out with for what I want and I would rather wait and not put up with all this other bullshit. Not add to this top five list. Yeah, I don't want to add to the top five list. 
um, in weight because I'm, you know, working on being happy with myself. And, and when I find somebody that can compliment my life, it's going to be that much better. So oh, absolutely. Yeah. Well, this was a long one, guys. I hope you stuck with us. Cause but I enjoyed it. We, I yeah, it I had fun. Good. We were rolling. Yeah. It was a good conversation. And hopefully, you know, hopefully sparks some conversation in your household. Absolutely. You know, and if you're single on Valentine's Day, don't be sad about it. There's love out there everywhere you turn. Yeah. I obviously don't have double standards for people, but if there's anything on my list that I can uh, reiterate for you, fucking be happy for your significant other. And if you are with somebody, don't have missionary sex on Valentine's Day. Yeah, yeah I'll switch it up. Get <laughs> freaky with it. If uh, one day you're Change like, it up. like, to flip a coin and have one of you be like, all right, what's your freakiest thing we're trying? We're doing it tonight. Going all the way to 10. Going all the way to 10. <laughs> I'm not getting pegged. I'll just sell <laughs> Not doing that shit. And if that makes me a prude, fucking nice. So be it. Well, with that note, Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. We love, love y'all. you. And we love with Larry Weir. We love Larry. Larry. I hope you're having a great Valentine's Day, Larry. Happy Valentine's Day, Larry. Yeah. Happy Valentine's Day. Thanks, Larry. Bang, bang. See you guys next time. Hope everyone gets laid tonight. Top that. Or we can all jerk off together. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I <laughs> joy. you. Top that. <laughs> Top that.